Welcome to Try Friend Heroes, a Legend of Zelda podcast. I'm Ellen. I'm Kayla. I'm Kazum. Yay. I don't know. Today's yeah. our last our last episode. Wow. For the next, what, like five or six years, probably? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, yeah, maybe they'll come with another. I heard a rumor. I can't remember if I sent this to you. And by heard, I mean read on the internet because I don't don't talk to people. (laughs) But there's a a rumor that there's another Zelda something coming out from Nintendo. Hmm. Unless it was just like toys or something. I can't remember if that was confirmed or not later this year. If there's another game, I guess we could talk about it. I can't imagine that it's... Think. Not either a remake or like a, a spinoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it it is. It would I feel be. like there's another Zelda something coming out is a fairly safe bet. That's true. <laughs> That's true. It's only October right now, as mm-hmm. we're recording. They'll sell something for uh, mm-hmm. yeah Christmas season, Black Friday season, probably Amiibos. I think it might have been Amiibos, but I don't know. They might. Hopefully, they'll release something. They're always they keep. Like pumping out, and they put out a tool in Amiibo. I'm definitely buying it. So, <laughs> you're like, I would die for him anyway. <laughs> and hang out with my Rivali Amiibo. Oh, that's charming. <laughs> oh, they keep, yeah, so they keep they keep pumping out N64 things for the Switch. So, not that there was another Zelda game for N64 is sort of unrelated because I think Ocarina of Time Majora's Mask already released. That was like one of the early ones they released, but you never know. Maybe they'll release a GameCube game for it, Switch or something. I don't know. You hear me, Nintendo? Remake, remake, remake one wicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Port it again. Port it again. <laughs> Although the, that's like the the whatever third or fourth third no fourth fourth ports of Ocarina of Time Majora's Mask, right? Because it was like or no, I guess third ports because it was like the original game for N sixty four. Then they did the GameCube ports. Uh-huh. Then they did the three DS ports. Uh huh. And then the Switch ports. Yeah. Yeah. So. Was Majora's Mask though ported to GameCube? Yeah, they did the like, oh uh, yeah the the pr- promo disc. Yeah, that that have or Master because it, it came with uh you got Master Quest and Zelda Ocarina of Time, and then I think for oh god I don't remember was it Wind Waker that you got those, and then there was a different one yeah. that was a Master's Collection which had like all of the games. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it had Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. It says N64 and GameCube for some reason. It's a Wikipedia article. So Okay. Yeah, it so definitely exists have... on the GameCube in some form because that's how I played it this time. Right. Okay. Zelda Collector's Edition. Okay, okay. Which did come... I played, the, I played the GameCube port of the N64 Ocarina game on a Wii. That is how I played it. <laughs> <laughs> Technology. Mm-hmm. I played Majora's Mask on the 3DS. Mm-hmm. I recently restarted Ocarina of Time. And by restarted, yeah. I mean restarted twice because my save <laughs> got corrupted. It got it got destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't get corrupted. It just was gone. There was a power. Right, that the, <laughs> no, it wasn't. I was only at You're still child finished. link. <laughs> Jabu, right? Yeah, I just finished. Yeah, I was in, inside Jabu Jabu. In fact, I was about to do the boss for Jabu Jabu, which annoyed me the most because I was like, I just fucking finished the um like all the jellyfish and dealing with Rudo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is an annoying dungeon. So. <laughs> it's just, it's just annoying enough yeah. uh, that it was annoying. Because <clears throat> like they're not the the child <clears throat> dungeons aren't that hard, but it was kind of like, and I forgot. There's so much that I forgot, which mm-hmm. is kind of shocking because it wasn't that long ago. It was like whatever a year or less ago that we played it. 
but I was like, okay, and then I think you have to go here, and then I think, how, where do, where's Rudo? Like, where, how do, where do I go? Where do, what do I do? <laughs> Especially inside Jabba Jabba, and we're running around a lot. Before my save got destroyed, the power flickered and got destroyed. <laughs> no big deal. So you I also caught back up. <laughs> I also just started a, a new run of Ocarina of Time. Um, my roommate and I started getting into Classic the randomizer core. again. Okay, randomizer. Yeah. Yeah, we found a new one, um, which randomizes the enemies. So oh. anywhere you go, you may get the normal enemies, but most likely you'll get like something else. Which sometimes it's easier. Like <laughs> at the end of um, the, the spirit temple, when you normally find an iron knuckle, for me it was just a keys. But then there are other <laughs> ma- rounds where, like, you know, it's supposed to be a keys, and you get an iron knuckle. You know, mm. so, that makes me um, upset. Yeah, I like that you're constantly finding ways to make these games harder. But if they like spawn right. over a pit, does that mean they just fall into the pit? Because they're supposed to be able to fly. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did see one in like literally underwater, just like chilling, <laughs> um, trying to hit me. But you know, I was up there. Like, is he that was an down rock or something? Or like what? What enemies spawn in water? I guess. Aquarians. Um, what? I don't remember. Like, I think he walked into the water, or something like that. Um, or something like that, or, or yeah, those, like weird fish that turn into manta rays. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or bubbles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One thing I also did when I restarted Ocarina of Time is I got all the extra powers so much faster. I don't know why. I oh didn't... yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I already got, but also by the time that my save file that it got lost, I already had Din's Fire and Ferrari's Wind. Mm-hmm. I don't remember having that when I played through it the first time. Yeah, I mean, like, I knew about fire... Where fire was because that's the one that's yeah. in the castle. Mm-hmm. But it just took so long to get them. And I don't know why. What a waste of my life. Yeah. My child, <laughs> such a Zelda life. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is our last episode. <laughs> No. <laughs> We're about, uh, for now, unless I guess, yeah, unless another Zelda game comes out, and I guess then we can play it or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Plans TBD, <laughs> as usual. <laughs> there is no plan. Like the end? Um, question? Question mark? Mm-hmm. Anyway, the top today's topics are going to be. So we we asked for questions. So thanks if you sent questions. A couple people sent questions. Mm-hmm. Um. This is what we're going to do. This is the plan. So the last couple of episodes, we just had like free talk, do whatever. But what we're going to do this time is go back to our original game format, but kind of considering the series as a whole. So our typical order is like the story, characters and enemies and bosses and that kind of thing. And then gameplay speedruns, like the game form, like music and visuals, and then our ranking. And then, oh, no, sorry. I think I did spinoffs and then ranking. Hold on, wait. Let me back up myself. Yeah, then spinoffs, then ranking is going to be our topics. And I have some some questions to ask you, and I've integrated our listener questions into those questions. So mm-hmm. if the listener question, I will say their name. So yeah, let's start with like the story. And this is considering everything, all the games that we've played. Mm-hmm. And I wondered to start, did you have like a favorite story? of the games or like do you have like a a best story what is in your opinion your favorite also none of this obviously the everything's made up and the points don't matter or whatever like what is you know best or 
yeah. or not just like our rankings right but yeah. you're gonna be like that's the wrong answer <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't say zelda 2 i don't care i mean what <laughs> i feel bad but probably probably alienated so many zelda 2 people so maybe not because i don't think there's that many of them <laughs> I was talking to like, like I like it because it's like hard to the wall, hard as shit, and it's like okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> calm down. Yeah. It's like Cosm with his like, oh, I want to. I played this version of Ocarina of Time with new enemies. It's like, but it's hard enough. I got killed by a bubble. I don't know what you want. <laughs> I mean, I I love the the puzzle aspect of it because it's like, okay, I have this. What does that open up for me? And like, mm-hmm. you go to all these different places, and like, I mean, I don't know. I just, I guess, after you've done it so many times. Like, mm-hmm. you need something, you know, to kind of breathe in a little bit of fresh air, which, you know, um, so like having, yeah, like, I feel like I need to be way like... more familiar with Ocarina of Time to yeah. enjoy the rain. Yeah, I've only played it once, once all the I way through, like so like two and a half times. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like I was saying, I just forgot everything about Jabba Jabba's belly. And it's just like, these are like easy dungeons. And I was like, where do I go? What yeah. do I do? So, mm-hmm. haven't reached that level yet. There's one place where I got like I remember being stuck and like I had played the game a couple mm-hmm. times before, but um, I, I guess it had been a while. But in Jabu Jabu's to get to the boss, I'm like, what the? And I think I took a break because like I forgot what happened to Rudo, and <laughs> I was like, but I need her here to you put her on her. this thing to open the door. Where is she? I can't, I can't put her anywhere. She's not here. So I went through the entire dungeon like twice. I'm just like, what the fuck. And then I called my friend, and he's like, "No, do you just pick up a box?" I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." Um, because like, yeah, to get to the to the boss area, you have to pick up a box and put it on a switch to open the door, and then you get to the room. Uh, with I remember having trouble with that when we were playing it. I think that's the room where, um, there's like a light, yeah, like like, and a um. Oh wait, no shit. Hold on, that might be what my recent playthrough with random enemies. I don't remember what's in there normally. <laughs> Oh, but um, like there's like the 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 wall the that you climb room. up, and then there is a. It's one gold... of those tall rooms. Like yeah. Oh uh, no. Okay. I get Master Quest in the original. I think there's a switch that you have to hit a boomerang, but it has to go around like a wall and like. So if you Z target, you throw it. It hits right. Something like that. I don't know. You know it's literally I, the room I right just did it, the boss. and it wasn't. None of them were like that. You have to hit. What's the room you, right you before have... the boss? It's the main room with all the holes. Is the room right before the boss? No. No. No, because what happens is, um, you you fight the Octorok, you go up the elevator, and then you do a room, and like a platform comes down into the room at the very beginning that you can go dive down to the basement. Yeah. And that bridges you to like a room right before the boss, and. I don't know, you like go down a ramp and there's a pit with some enemies and there's a really tall uh structure you can climb with vines and you go up a ramp. You don't you don't have to climb up that, I think, or you do to hit a switch and you go back down into the pit and there's another ramp that takes you to the boss room. Mm. Anyways, but yeah. Th- <laughs> I wonder if um, it would be difficult to talk about this because I don't remember that much about every single game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forget all that. I don't think most of our anyway. answers are going to get that details. No. Yeah. That's not even an answer to this question. You, at this point. Right? <laughs> you said you struggled. But what was your favorite story? That was what I asked you. Um, I'd say that my two favorite would be Majora's Mask because of, I don't know, like, again, it's, it's surrealness maybe and, like, the, the, 
Yeah, and then I think Wind Waker is really like compelling. Um, yeah. in that like you know you got your sister kidnapped, the whole like uh Hyrule. Um, I think one of my favorite moments is the 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 King of Red Lions wishing mm-hmm. for you know Hyrule and Ganon and himself to just be like forgotten, and like I don't know, I I think there's a lot to it that like gives it um, I think character. In a way, because again, like Ocarina of Time is kind of lonely. Uh, Majora's mm-hmm. Mask also feels that way, but I feel like there's a lot of camaraderie and like, and I, I mean, I guess in, in in Ocarina of Time you do get that a little bit, like some people who you get like close ties with, but like I don't know, I just I feel like it's stronger in Wind Waker in a way, and um, yeah, I, I don't know, I, <clears throat> I think those two are my go-to for story. Hmm. Yeah, I was thinking of those two, and it's like it's sort of weird. It's like. I'm not sure if I'd call them like the best stories, so much as like the best like world. Like I really like the, like mm-hmm. the atmosphere and characters and stuff they create, yeah. and like the backstory of Wind Waker. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Although I do like the main story of Wind Waker too. Um, yeah. Like I was thinking about like the like the straightforward main story of like Majora's Mask isn't really what makes Majora's Mask so good. It's all the like the side stuff and the characters and everything. Yeah, so, like, but I, I mean, guess I, I part guess... of the story. I just yeah. yeah, I was just sort of thinking of it like. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely think that qualifies as story, but I was like, is that what I would consider, like, the best story? Like, if I'm thinking of, like, story-wise. But yeah, those two are really good. Um, I think as far as, like, straightforward story, I might give it to Skyward Sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really good, like, compelling the story Genesis. all the way through of, like, mm-hmm. where, like, you want to, like, get to each, like, section to find out what's going to happen next and, like, catch up with Zelda and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely did like that. How you know you're you're a step behind Zelda, and like, like you see, because again, oftentimes she's captured or something, and mm-hmm. you're she's just waiting for you. But now she's doing something, and you're following behind, trying to catch up and all that. So that that's mm-hmm. definitely a very nice aspect of it. Yeah, and like she knows like a lot more of what's going on, and mm-hmm, like, eventually mm-hmm. like figure it out. Like, and just like the yeah, just sort of the like the relationship between those two characters is really strong and drives that story really well. Yeah, I agree with all the things you said. Um, in terms of like Wind Waker, I also agree that it has like kind of the best world, and it also mm-hmm. has like a great tie into Ocarina of Time. Like the mm-hmm, stories, mm-hmm. the you know, like it's the extension of Ocarina of Time, which is part of what makes it nice. But I think one of my favorite stories is probably Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, like you get a lot of, and a lot of it is like you're unveiling the past like you're discovering the past same with like breath mm-hmm. of the wild too but i think tears of the kingdom more so it's yeah a little more compelling um, do you think that that's the best story or the best integration of story and gameplay hmm. like i definitely agree that that Me aspect both. of it is really good um i do i do think it's it's very yeah like um yeah the the way well i don't know i guess it depends on how you play it because you can you can reveal the story all at once if that like oh I'm gonna you know this is the objective I want to do or you just kind of go at it you know whatever as you like explore so I guess that also gives you a lot of like like n- no two players really have the same mm-hmm. I guess experience experiencing the story because how they go through it will ver- differ very differently you know what That's what true. yeah so I don't know that but that that definitely is a very interesting and cool. I think Tears of the Kingdom's story is really strong, just in isolation. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like you can watch like all the, just those flashbacks. Like, you can watch a YouTube video of just those flashbacks, and it's a good story. Like, mm-hmm. yes, like the I guess 
I don't know, does it even count as flashbacks? Because it's happening to Zelda, like, in real time. But, um, <laughs> yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's a time travel story, so it's like it yeah. warps a bit because it's like you're both experiencing it simultaneously and, mm-hmm. like, be revealed over time, which yeah. is part of what makes it compelling, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think the way it's revealed also helps, too, because, like, that, like, getting that last flashback and, like, mm-hmm. like having the re- you can see, like, the reveal hit Link <laughs> the same time it hits you and, like, the, yeah. uh, like the flower is all over the... Mm-hmm. The flowers like blooming all around you at the end of it mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, and like the catch, like the payoff is also really good. Okay. Yeah. Where you're like, yeah. is Zelda gonna be okay? Like she turned into a dragon, but is she gonna be okay? And like she is mm-hmm. basically. And yeah. but then you're like, oh no, no, and there's this like really tense moment at the end too. So I think mm-hmm. it's like extended yeah, like the tension in the story is extended as long as possible, also, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's got a really then- strong ending. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, if nothing else, they definitely nailed, <laughs> stick the landing there. Yeah. It's not as good as stabbing Ganon in the head, though. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> no, just kidding. It's the best, but <laughs> maybe stabbing Ganon in the head. I do think it's the best ending to a final boss. Is a fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fight. Like, yeah. it's it's definitely <laughs> oh, very what about satisfying. The dragon fight, though. There's dragon fight, guys. Mm. Dragon fight. I'm just saying. I don't know why I wasn't expecting yeah, I think the dragon uh, fight. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I think it's good at like uh, it's a good set piece, but I think like that final moment of stabbing Ganon <laughs> yeah. and Waker and him like giving that final line as the you know sea is flooding in around you, like I don't think anything quite beats that. Yeah, true. <laughs> Not even Dragon Fight. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed Tears of the Kingdom. Um, mm-hmm. I do think you're right that it's it's well integrated to the gameplay though. Like instead of just being like a story where you're I feel like a lot of Zelda's like there's a story and then you do an activity and then there's a story because it's very linear. Like especially like I'm thinking of a Skyward Sword has a great story, but it is like you mm-hmm. experience a cutscene, then you go to a dungeon, then you experience a cutscene, then you go to a dungeon. It's not like which is I guess similar to Yeah, but like I, to, I here's the kingdom, but it's very integrated into your experience as a player, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And then I think the other thing is that even if you reveal that Zelda is a dragon early on, there's still the mystery. Like, she can time travel, sort of. So, right. like, the mystery of the fake Zelda or the the <laughs> mysterious Zelda or whatever, I think, also yeah. adds fake a Zelda. different element where, like... Because I, 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 I forgot about that when, when we were started talking about um, this story. But that also adds a very interesting element, like, what's Zelda doing? Like, what's going on? It you know, you, you're led to believe that it might be her from the past and all that, and, like... Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that definitely... does a good job of, like, integrating, like, I think, more aspects of the gameplay into the story. Like, even, like, silly side quests will have something to do with, mm-hmm. like, the main story. It's, like, the whole, like... Yeah. yeah, like, most of the, like, most of the, like, fake Zelda stuff is, like, tied up in that, like, pen side quest storyline, mm-hmm. which you don't really mm-hmm. need to do, and it's kind of silly mm-hmm. on its surface, but... Oh, my favorite is the Yiga chicken. <laughs> yeah. Do you have their whole own little story that's happening too? Where they're yeah. like, "We're gonna, we're gonna be the heroes or whatever," and you're like, "Okay, you weird well, losers." Aren't <laughs> they also split? Aren't there the ones in the the chasm and the ones uh, on the surface still like basically two separate sects of the Yiga clan? I think they're the same thing, but like some of them are like, we're doing. I feel chasms. like there's some like. Yeah, like some disagreement over like who has the better gig, like the people on the surface. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. <laughs> around, like, 
there's just some disagreement in general in the whole clan, and that's why they're not successful. Successful, mm-hmm. right? But the power <laughs> of friendship of the and teamwork. <laughs> it's one of the reasons. The other reason <laughs> is they're too distracted by bananas, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like the story from Twilight Princess. Also, I don't. I'm not okay. super compelled by like Zant, but I do like the idea of like Midna and Zelda's relationship, which we talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess it's more of like a character relationship, but I think it like drives yeah. a lot of the story. Yeah, so. yeah that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like the whole like, you know, like what it means to be a leader thing is kind of a mm-hmm. strong part of that story, and that relationship mm-hmm. is part of it. I think there's a couple Zelda stories where they're like they have to make this like big decision, like for example, to go between Hyrule and Low Rule and destroy it, or like the mm-hmm. Twilight Mirror and destroy it, mm-hmm. or whatever. And I think like. In Twilight Princess, their hesitation to do that is like compelling because of their relationship, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. So there's some tension there that's nice. I don't know. Yeah. I think Link's Awakening is surprisingly compelling too for mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. being such an early simple game. Yeah. Yeah, I think we also talked about, or at least I remember talking about um <laughs> the the farther you go into the story, like toward the tasks that you're being told to do, the more and more tense everyone around you gets which is really mm-hmm. funny and we're like uh i don't know if you should be waking up the fish. i don't know i don't know if it's a good idea and you're like but i thought that's what i was supposed to do and then mm-hmm. so that's kind of funny and 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 then there's a lot of like really weird humor and like the whole like the catfishing and like letter mm-hmm. writer and stuff oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's really like it's, there's a lot of like really silly like surreal stuff going on but there's like also some yeah. like like seriously like whoa moments like the mm-hmm. like when you first like read the thing about the like the island being a dream or whatever like you're really like wait what mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's a pretty trippy game like the concept mm-hmm. of it is and I, I enjoyed that like the it's not the yeah it's it's it, just those moments that make you question the like what what's happening in the game that kind of mm-hmm. makes the story compelling there yeah um, I have another question. Sounds like we can move on to another topic. But the sure. next question was, do you, what do you think is like the most ridiculous story? Because the reason that I was thinking of this was like, when we talked about spirit tracks, we were like, why are there trains? Where are the tracks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what, which is pretty funny. Maybe it's maybe that it kind of answers the question, but I wonder if there's other like ridiculous. I mean, I think Phantom like, Hourglass I, is also up there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think what makes spirit tracks so silly is that the game takes it so seriously. Right. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like a hint of irony when they're talking about spirit tracks and demon trains. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean all the puns and the the names is mm-hmm. there, but like no, not 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 with the story itself, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think they're presented as puns, it's just like these are their names. Like it's like oh, because... nobody, you know. Yeah, it's like the translators well, yeah, yeah. are having fun with it, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think if there's another like more ridiculous I mean, I did think like Link's Awakening that it's all a dream and like uh, not not the same kind of ridiculous, but I think it's it's especially I guess considering all the other stories, I guess it is up there. Like if you just count the the, the ga- games that came prior, mm-hmm. um, because a lot of those other games were pretty straightforward. You're on an adventure, you gotta yeah. collect or save or release or I don't know, <laughs> go somewhere, do the things. <laughs> yeah, and, like, it's definitely. A- Definitely hero a weird stuff, one. Hero business. Yeah. 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 But like it embraces its weirdness. So I feel like it almost comes off less weird just because you're like, all right, I'm in this. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
It's definitely like one of the earliest like silly Zelda games, kind of where it's mm-hmm. like it doesn't yeah. take itself very seriously, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the first one to really like embrace that kind of surreal humor that shows up in a lot of the Zelda games yeah. going forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Spirit Tracks, but Spirit Tracks doesn't treat itself like surreal humor. It's just like there yeah. are tracks and trains, mm-hmm. demon trains. There's always been demon trains. And you're like, what? <laughs> like that is what makes it really funny. Yeah, kind of yeah. wild. <laughs> I think Minish Cap is kind of silly too. Oh yeah, it's cute. Power. It's charming. Yeah, mm-hmm. the power of special hats and everything, mm-hmm. but not the scary power of special masks. Yes, Majora's <laughs> Mask doesn't fall into this category of ridiculousness for some reason. I don't yeah, know I don't know. Like even it's, though it's... it's literally the same three days over and over again, there's there's like a lot of weird, th- like kind mm-hmm. of ridiculous concepts. Mm-hmm. but they're mm-hmm. sort of like elevated in a way that makes it challenging as opposed to like just part of the yeah, crazy I think story just, like once we can make. yeah i think it like it plays the surrealness for horror more often than right. humor so mm-hmm. it's right. like it tips it into like out of the silly range i think yeah <laughs> right like i just, like we talked at the time where I, I joked about like link's awakening kind of being like a like sort of a like proof of concept for Majora's Mask, and it's like, mm. like so I think has some of that existential horror to it, but it plays everything much more lightly and like for humor. Yeah, whereas mm-hmm. like Majora's Mask plays it much more seriously. Not that there's no humor in Majora's Mask, there definitely is, but mm-hmm. overall the tone is much more bleak and yeah, like, horrific. <laughs> yes, the implications are also more horrific. The implication of like waking up from a dream is like different than the implication of saving the world from being like destroyed completely Mm -hmm. or like you know wearing taking the identity of a dead person Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is like a lot of what's happening in Majora's Mask yeah yeah definitely like you know the like fine line between humor and tragedy are definitely on play play between those two games Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so we got a question from a listener named Benjamin S who sent us a question by email when playing Tears of the Kingdom I got Raru as my third sage out of five we think what we think Minoru. I think. Minoru, yeah, yeah, yeah. Minoru. Uh, were there any moments when you were playing Tears of the Kingdom or any other Zelda games in the series where you felt as though you'd stumbled on something early or were allowed to do something out of order compared to the average playthrough? He also signs us the Goblin King, which is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, when I played Tears of the Kingdom, uh, I landed on the main Hyrule area and went the exact wrong way. And I stumbled into a camp with some strong constructs, and next to it was moblins and bokoblins. <laughs> and they were too strong for me, but I, I, but I, like, I tried a couple times just to see if I could. And then I saw that um, the two camps were, ended up started fighting against each other. And I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah, I could use this to my advantage. But like they had one of the constructs had like one of the the cannons, the explosive cannons that were shooting oh. at me and stuff. So like I had to like try and I tried too many times. And then and then as I was getting close, <laughs> uh, I got a blood moon, and <laughs> I was just like, all right, all right, I think I think that's my cue. Did I'm you gonna try to yeah clear your um, <laughs> clear your memory. <laughs> so I would say um, that was definitely. Something similar, but not not to the same degree. Um, but I feel like in most games they're they're pretty linear. There's very little that you can kind of stumble onto accidentally, like out of order. 
um, other than things that you're like, oh, I'm going to have to come back here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's lots of moments where I'm like, oh, this is probably for later, where I'm like, <laughs> right, like stumbled around. I don't, I'm pretty good at like being like, I'm not supposed to be here yet, and then like turning my butt around, <laughs> but rather than just being mm-hmm. like, I wonder if I can do this yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know when I'm not really out of the order because it's obviously made so you can do whatever, but. When I first played Breath of the Wild, I walked my happy butt right into Gerudo Desert, which was not the best place to go first. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely not ideal. I um, I was just thinking, in terms of Breath of the Wild, I also had a similar experience. Or not Breath of the Wild. Tears of the Kingdom, I also had a similar experience to you where I, like, fell in a... I went in a gloom hole for fun, I should say. I, didn't, uh, I went there yeah. on purpose. And there was, like, one of those big, like, a frox or, like, one of the big monsters down there and it's like i don't i can't do this right now <laughs> and to like bail um, i'm very um compliant in video games when they're like oh i have there's a cold wind blowing from the zora's domain i'm like well i guess i should go there that's what navi says you know yeah. or yeah, like yeah. whatever like whenever they say to do something then i always do it so i don't really go out think to things out of order but i know there's been times when we've talked about like speedruns or whatever where you're like oh yeah you could like just do this thing first and it like blows my mind every time <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, I like no, getting like out of order. Yeah, yeah I'm the well, same way. I like getting sort of the like intended experience, quote unquote. Like at least the first time I play a game, like I'll, mm-hmm. I'll like look up a guide to be like, where am I supposed to go next to make sure I like don't miss stuff or yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good well, at being that, like, guess, yeah, I'll go to the place you told me to go. But when I was playing Ocarina of Time the first time, I also kept getting lost. Tr- uh, I can't remember where I was trying to go, but I kept trying to cross the bridge into Gerudo Desert. And ending up in like the lake because you like fall down oh, yeah. in the mm-hmm. river and stuff like that. And I was like, why can't I go here? Why can't I'm supposed to go mm-hmm. here? But I think I was just lost. I don't remember even where I was trying to go at this point, but I do remember going there mm-hmm. very early in the game. And now that I'm replaying it, I'm like, why was I even there? It's like the complete opposite side of Hyrule Field. I mean, I was just yeah. around. I don't know. But yeah, like I remember feeling very stuck trying to go yeah. somewhere it's surprisingly easy to get turned around in ocarina of time for how small the yeah. world really is mm-hmm. the map's not mm-hmm. that big but it's easy to get lost and like the whole like you know the zora's domain is like kind of if you're not looking at the the, the entrance the right way it just looks like the wall like just continues like it's not obvious that there's like a place you can go there and stuff like that yeah, i would get lost trying so. to get the zora's domain all the time yeah mm-hmm. is it this random river no it's not mm-hmm. Um, there is one thing that both of you might not be thinking of, and I don't know, well, maybe because I played it when I was young, but Majora's Mask, this is both of yours first time really playing through, right? Well, I guess, right. Kayla, you said you played it earlier. I played it on the 3DS once before. Okay, and then you also... Well, like as an adult, yeah. right? Yeah, I um, never played it as a kid, kid. Yeah. Yeah. I think my first attempt at playing it, I was like 17 or something. Mm. Um, I didn't get very far. <laughs> well... <laughs> For me, the first time playing, I didn't know what to do, and I experienced the moon crashing. Oh, and, no. And I don't know, like, I, and again, maybe because I was a small kid who didn't know how to, like, really, like, you know, solve the problems and all that, put two and two together. But, like, there's a lot for you to do to just have to figure it out, I feel like. Like, I've played yeah. it so many times out, to me, it comes, like, naturally. But, like, if you didn't have a guide, do you think you would have made it through the first three-term cycle to get the ocarina in time? or? Did I? Would I have? How do you get the ocarina? What do you have no, to do? So you have to, you have to like You're... get all the bombers. You have to talk to the bomber. No, you have to, you have to gather the fairy to get the bubble power to pop the balloon. To <laughs> to talk to the bombers, you have to play hide and seek with them to get the code. You have to go 
into their hideout, go all the way up to the the observatory and watch the moon cry. Grab that tear and give it to the Bekus, the business scrub in Clock Town, so you can fly up to the tower and fight uh, Skull Kid. And then you have to knock the ocarina out of him. I feel like if you don't know anything about the game and you're just trying to figure it out, you're taking your time, like, I feel like it would be pretty easy for you to not do all of that. I don't remember what how many hints there are and what you need to do if Tattle tells you yeah, a I think lie. They, or... Yeah, I think if you talk to people, it's pretty straightforward. And, mm-hmm. like, I as a kid, I'd like to talk to people in video games, so I probably would have been okay. But I know there's lots of kids who just don't read anything when they're playing yeah. games. Mm-hmm. Some of them can't even read when they're playing, you know, their right. early video games, so. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I do remember, like, I think I said that, like, my first Zelda experience was actually playing, like, running around not knowing what to do as a Deku scrub in Clock Town in, like, mm-hmm. Best Buy. Mm-hmm. their yeah. little like demo game and stuff and i do remember like waiting for that clock like wanting to be there when that countdown went down to see what would happen okay so but i also you know i was only there for like five ten minutes while my parents were buying stuff so i didn't have a lot of time to like thoroughly explore the world and talk to people or anything mm-hmm. i was just fascinated by what that countdown meant <laughs> yeah I think I had, I mean, I, I don't know. I can't speak for myself as a child. I probably would have failed as a child for sure because I just wasn't very good at video games and I didn't know that like you need to talk to a character. Like I would have talked to characters, but I just wouldn't have known that like you need usually to talk to characters to like give you hints about what to do, especially in like older video games because you don't have like mm-hmm, quest chains mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Yeah. So I didn't figure that out until I was older. So I definitely would have struggled as a kid. Um, As an adult playing it, I don't think I struggled on the first day. But I don't remember if I had a... I don't think I used a guide for the first day. Okay. I don't think I needed to use a guide. Um, especially because the the directions are very clear where it's like first go like east, north, east, west, south or whatever. Like it gives you directions where to go to leave. I would have had to use a guide for like the, you know, like the the side quest where it takes multiple days, like the love story mm. side quest. Mm. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, I don't think I would have known that. But, mm-hmm. and I also wasn't, as an adult, restarting the day didn't bother me. So, like, I would run around and, like, pre-scope out the area. Well, I guess it's mostly getting the ocarina, the getting the ocarina so well, you could know. restart the time. Like, that, I feel, because, like, without and the you ocarina, told me about slowing down time. Which was very mm-hmm. important. Because mm-hmm. you were the one who were like, oh, by the way, you should do this thing so that you can slow mm-hmm. time down. Like, to you to go talk to the person or whatever. Because I think I was in the first dungeon by that point being like, this is going to end really fast. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, streaming, quote-unquote streaming it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, because I remember when I first played it, I found the, like, speed up, slow down time trick by myself because I talked to everybody. Mm-hmm. That's just, like, a thing I've always mm-hmm. done in video games. I like to talk to everybody. You're smart. So. Yeah, so like, like even That's in like the early do. Pokemon games, where everyone's just like, "I like shorts." Like I was talking to everybody, so <laughs> like, it's just a thing I like to do in video games since I was little. So I think I wouldn't have had too much trouble with it, but yeah. I had plenty of friends who didn't read shit, so I know they would yeah. have struggled. But I mean, also, also, there's a time limit. So if you like talking to everyone, right. are you going to spend all your time talking to people and not? There's not that many people them? in Clocktown. Suppose, but I don't know. I, I, just, I don't Clocktown, know, which I think helps kind of narrow your focus since you can't yeah. go anywhere for those first three days so like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i like i think they want you to talk to everybody in clock time so you can start to get an idea of everyone's 
you know, stories yeah. and schedules and stuff. Yeah. I mean, you don't lose. Do you lose? You, I mean, at that point, you wouldn't lose anything by the moon crashing anyway, because you don't have Just any rubies, which is like 99 at most, I think. So, like, yeah. yeah. Well, you can also you. I think you can talk to the bank person before if you can figure that out. Well, I don't know if it'd save though if the moon crashed. I don't know. No. Maybe not. I mean, I guess no. clock town's destroyed. But yeah, so it's like yeah. you don't. It's not really high stakes. You wouldn't lose that much. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. But but I I still feel like witnessing that first, like yeah, that would be scary. I, I don't. I don't. That's I don't know if that's a, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how uh, like out of sequence that would be. You know, sort of if you didn't experience it like i don't know um again because i played it as a kid and i've known what to do so i haven't had to like figure it out on my own any like for as long as i can remember so i don't i don't actually remember how someone going through it the first time would go through it and if if you know they aren't you know i do remember yeah i don't think it's an unintended consequence if you do see it like i think it's to try to get your ass in gear for the next go around Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i don't I do. First of all, I remember hearing a lot of reading a lot of criticism when we were, when I was preparing that the game was too hard. A lot of people thought the game was too hard, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that could be part of the reason. And then when we were playing, I also remember I remember making it to the observatory like in time. Okay, but I can't remember if people were there. Like I can't remember if Jane was watching because she was also. I remember when we were in the observatory, she was like, "Get ready for the most horrifying experience of your life." <laughs> when the when the thing like pans up to the moon, I was like, "Ah, uh-huh. yeah." <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, you looked at it on a tiny screen, not in 4K. Oof. No, I really missed <laughs> out. I'm gonna have to play it on the uh, Switch so I can get the real HD horrifying mm. moon experience. You playing, you were playing it on like a 12 inch screen. No, so. I know. I know. <laughs> it probably wasn't that much bigger than a than yeah. a 3DS yeah. screen. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, I look um, at my old Game Boy and I'm like, God, how did I play on this thing? It's like a one inch mm-hmm. screen. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, That's yeah. why, and also there's no backlight. That's why I yeah. enhanced mine, my mm-hmm. Game Boy Advance. It's like, how did I live? <laughs> how did we do? How did we play games before backlights? We had the snake light. <laughs> I just had to want to have light LEDs streaming into my eyeballs constantly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how did we live as children? Well, we slept at night, first of all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You guys are sleeping. They're real crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I was a real night owl as a child. Like not during so. high school. It definitely wasn't. No, he just like defined childhood. <laughs> well, we were we bounced back a lot faster back then. You could like sleep for four hours and then just be like, I'm tired, and then like have a nap. It wouldn't have like wouldn't trigger like migraines like it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the next topic. Does anyone have? Do you have y'all have any questions about? story as the story uh, is there anything to talk about with the zelda timeline that's the only thing that i can think I of know. that you know i mean i'm mm. cool that it exists it's fun to talk about but i don't take it seriously <laughs> yeah okay. i did i did really enjoy how you were they were like talking about how there are videos that are like choose the kingdom ruins the timeline it's like choose the kingdom fixes the timeline yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I do like loading up like three-hour YouTube videos, like analyzing shit like that. So, but I never like take it that seriously. I do like the connections there are. Like, I think, like Wind Waker, like we were talking about the Wind Waker story. I think it's like much stronger for having that connection to the yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. But yeah, I also really admire the effort that they took to like make a um, mm-hmm, an origin mm-hmm. story and 
Skyward Sword. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't yeah, I really there's like, care. I think connections <laughs> between games are like... That's fun. They're nice, and they have, like... I think they make for some strong emotional moments. But it's definitely not the most important part of this series. When Epona comes back, always. Yeah, or, like, the, um, like, having, like, Fi's little sound effect when the Master Sword is, like, talking to Zelda. I think, like, you know, that gave me a little a little emotional moment there and stuff like that. Yeah. But then it's, like, it doesn't... Yeah, it's like you. You also at the same time you don't need a like last time on Zelda, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I don't need Flash to strictly Flash. know like when everything is happening. It's just like it's nice that there's connections between the the series, but yeah, it doesn't need a strict like you know annotated timeline or anything. Mm-hmm. Same with like all the named places in Breath of the Wild. Like we were mm-hmm. talking about, it's like oh, and like this place is named like uh, Linebeck Island or whatever. And yeah, it's like it's fun when you're like a fan in the know. And it's like cute to call back to those things, but like, yeah, I don't know. There doesn't need to be a single timeline. I don't think. Yeah, and I like, don't like think having I really a like... Of history to the series, not even necessarily. Like, yeah, like to the particular world you're in, necessarily. Just like you know, since it, like the series has been going on for a long time, people have been caring about it for a long time, and it's nice to see that acknowledged. Yeah. And I think like the lore, the the timelines are not necessarily consistent. But, like, the lore is consistent in every day- game. And they've done, like, a good job of that, of being, like... And there's, like, the three goddesses. Sometimes it takes, like, you know, different forms. Like, in uh, in Breath of the Wild, it's, like, it's been so long since the goddesses were there. That's, like, the shrines are there. But, like, Zelda's trying to, like, gain her power, but she can't. Like, she's struggling. Mm-hmm. You know? And then, like, in Ocarina... Or, like, not even Ocarina. Like, in uh, Link to the Past, it's, like... People are still trying to hunt down the golden power and everything. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. like, there's at least, there's at least, you know, after after like a couple games into the series, there's at least like a clearly established like a mythology of Hyrule at least that's carried throughout. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Then there's kind of like different flavors of that over time, which like reflects how people change over time. So, yeah, yeah. you know, there's a bunch of different versions of like different Greek myths and shit, like mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Well, even like the yeah, I like the general Roman gods or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. yeah, I like the general concept of like it's like you know like retellings of the same basic story and stuff. Yeah, and like I think we we joke about like um, the characters getting reincarnated and stuff or whatever, and it's just like yeah. if you're like if you're like born with the Triforce of Wisdom, you're you're Zelda, you're a Zelda or whatever. But <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's just a retelling every time, and then little things change every time. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's different, there's similar, like, elements in every game, the time and the other, you know? So, mm-hmm. I'm indifferent about the timeline. Mm-hmm. Makes for good yeah. games, it's, though. It's, <laughs> it's fun to talk about, but yeah. Yeah. Not worth getting mad over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, people need to calm down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, switching to characters, I kind of, I just, this is kind of joked about this, but do you have like a favorite Link from any game? A favorite iteration of Link? I mean, I feel like because Link is very, um, like doesn't have any of his own lines or anything like that, it's very much either what screaming. Huh? <laughs> ha ha ha! Oh yes. What about the screaming? <laughs> I mean, like the different games have different levels of uh, like emotion and just sort of like um. You know, small, small little things, um, 
you know, that, that give him character. But I feel like as each game, each new game comes out, they try and give him more and more, you know, to some degree. Mm-hmm. And, like, little ways he moves to th- and reacts to things, to his facial expressions and things. And, like, so, I mean, I, I don't know if it's necessarily fair to, um, I don't know. Because, like, you just get more with, out with new games mostly. But yeah. I there's feel like one exception to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there is one exception to that. Mm-hmm. Underworld Link, Ravio. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I guess he counts. Yeah, he's cool. Right? Yeah, he does count. Yeah, I think so. Ravio is fun. Yeah, I like Ravio. Yeah. I think my favorite Link though is Breath of the Wild, or not Breath of the Wild. Uh, Wind Waker Link. Yeah, all mm-hmm. his little faces. Mm-hmm. He has a yeah, lot he's of personality. Favorites. Yeah. Really expressive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I do agree really... with that. Um. At least facial expression wise, yeah, he gets so much. Mm-hmm. Um, He's yeah. expressive and he loves his family. You know. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like, um, I have a fondness for Twilight Princess Link. I feel like he's got this kind of like, yeah, just quietly noble personality. Yeah, and that's true. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. He also has like the village that cares about him and they he mm-hmm. cares about them. Like a lot yeah. of the story is centered around like rescuing the kids from the village. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Even though I complained about Ilya, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. yeah, his his relationship with the the village is like people usually like in the story, it's like nobody cares about Link or like one person cares about Link, but mm-hmm. he has a whole like kind of village that's his close to him. Yeah, it's nice seeing like like the kids all like look up to him and like want him to mm-hmm. teach him stuff, and it's nice to see like mm-hmm. his like his influence on uh, what's his uh, Colin. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. In particular. And like his little like growing friendship with Midna comes across like well and like, true, the changes yeah, yeah. And, like the way he reacts to her and stuff like that. True. Like toward the end you get the cute little bit where like she the, like, like leans on him and they like share a little yeah. smirk and stuff. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is yeah, a good he just, I don't know. He's a good dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Twilight Princess Link is very um Yeah, I don't know. He's he's definitely the like the the boy next door hero or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, do you have a favorite Zelda iteration? Um, I mean, Twilight Princess Zelda kicks ass. <laughs> um, as I said, like with Skyward Sword, she's doing a lot more. She's way more active, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've we've talked about like the the relationship you you discover in in Breath of the Wild and is really shown in, in Tears of the Kingdom as well. So that aspect of it, I like. Um, yeah, and I guess I guess you see a lot of personality with her through her interests and, you know, how she kind of loses herself in her work, um, which is definitely very charming. She wants to work yeah, I feel like... Noel <laughs> to hide away mm. from the I feel like uh, Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom, Zelda has, like, the strongest character. Like, she's got yeah. a lot of... Mm-hmm. Like, like, you really understand, like, her personality and like where different aspects of it come from and like, mm-hmm, her, mm-hmm. like you see her like struggles and her development and yeah everything. and i really like like i really like her a lot i come to care about her a lot mm-hmm, like it's like like that emotional you know climax of tears of the kingdom works because you care about that zelda so much yeah mm-hmm. and, um i'm really fond of tetra too in wind waker she's really fun oh <laughs> yes 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 i, I forgot yeah, about i forgot that tetra is zelda for a second uh-huh, i was like tetra uh-huh. we're talking about zelda and i was like wait a minute yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
I I love in addition to all the things that you all said about Tears of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild, Zelda, I I also love that she's just like a huge fucking nerd. It just mm-hmm. makes my heart yep. happy. It's just like yeah. you know, nerding out all the time. And mm-hmm. I empathize with her struggle and I like that about her. She's a good empathetic character and yeah. tries mm-hmm. tries really hard, real hard. But mm-hmm. I do and I like Tetra too. You're right. Tetra's yeah. cool. But I was also gonna say I really like Sheik. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I forgot about Ocarina. Sheik too. Yeah, Ocarina of Time. You know, mm-hmm. Sheik is always there to like help you. Like, yeah. You kind of don't. I mean, Zelda's there like at the end. Like, she's there as Zelda at the end, but like, I don't know. I feel like you kind of experience her character more as Sheik, where um, Sheik is showing up and helping yeah. you out. And, and also, like, reports that, like, oh, Sheik was here and, you know, when this happened. And, like, you know, if it weren't for Sheik, you know, this would have happened. You know, like, mm-hmm. like she, yeah, I, I forget how active she is in, in that game, too. Um, sort of being. You know, a part of the story very actively yeah there's um, a lot of like zelda games where like a main character kind of like sets stuff up for you in the future mm-hmm. and like zelda in ocarina of time like baby zelda is the only one who think you know thinks that you're the only one who could be like trusted right yeah and yeah, then yeah. As she, she also comes back and is like helping you with your mm-hmm. quests as an adult yeah so yeah it's interesting mm-hmm. those are my favorite zeldas Tetris, Tetris, so all of them, Tetris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all of them, yeah. all of them, every single yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's such a wide a wide range of Zeldas from all the different games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I feel like she gets like stamped with the like the like just like typical video game like damsel label, but she really does have a lot of per- yeah. different personalities and different games. Mm-hmm. She's pretty involved mm-hmm. in a lot of them, even if she's not like a, yeah like major character. Mm-hmm. Usually they're in like the final fight at a minimum for yeah. most of them. Yeah. Um the one I was gonna say the one that I didn't particularly like was the Spirit Tracks one. Yep. I think it was Spirit Tracks. Phantom mm-hmm. Hourglass is fine because it's Tetra and she's like not really in it yeah. that much until the end. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, in mm-hmm. Spirit Tracks it's all like, oh, we're we're best friends. It's kind of like generic anime girl mm-hmm. like uh persona. Yeah, it's not super into that yeah i sort of got mixed feelings on her because she's got a lot of personality and she's involved mm-hmm. in the story and i do like that but it's like i don't necessarily love the personality that she does have but yeah right it's like yeah, I'm, I res- I'm like what why yeah it's like i respect <laughs> what they were doing with her though i like that she's like an involved part of the story and like mm-hmm. you actually she's get more... to kind of play as her and stuff yeah you do there's not a lot of games where you get to play as zelda right like that's one yeah. of the ones where you get to like draw her around and stuff which is really that's a cool aspect of the game Yep. Um, in and of itself yeah. and the relationship and then, is cute yeah. like they have some cute moments yeah. her and uh, her and that link <laughs> her and that that her and that link yeah yeah she's like i'm a ghost um and then but then uh i think actually the one game where you can really play as zelda is like um hyrule warriors yeah which is pretty dope yep yeah so there is that uh oh do you have a favorite other main characters i have listen here's the questions to to help frame your mm-hmm. reference point other main character favorite sidekick favorite non-main character mm-hmm. so other other i don't other main characters are other main character sidekicks in this game actually now i'm thinking about it i don't know if there are so, so yeah, like are there main characters that aren't also i'm sidekicks? thinking about it yeah i'm thinking about it it's uh, my immediate thought is minna <laughs> For both of us, <laughs> yeah, Midna, Midna <laughs> is great. Well, I was like, is Alfonso a sidekick or is he main, another main character in Spirit Tracks? I feel like he's a side. He's a side character. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think he's really a main character. Yeah, and he's not really a sidekick because it doesn't help you that 
throughout the journey. Mm-hmm. Phantom Zelda is a pretty good sidekick. <laughs> now yeah. I think about it, I think she would be yeah. considered the sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> Sidekick, yeah, I think he'd also be a other main character and sidekick. So, <laughs> sidekick, mm-hmm. yeah, he's pretty useful. Yeah, although it doesn't, the end. yeah, it's like he doesn't go into dungeons with you. I guess that's more Sila, but I feel like he's, he yeah. still seems like a sidekick since he's there with you on the yeah. whole journey. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's like Navi, everyone's favorite. I don't yeah. know, not non main character sidekick. I guess, I like yeah, Navi. I don't know. I think Tattle's more like fun, Navi but too. Navi's fine. Yeah, well, Tattle's yeah, like a secondary fairy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just makes me chuckle. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Navi's fine. Like Navi's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Fi too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I enjoyed all her sass—not sass, but her like objective commentary about things mm-hmm, that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's that like oh, we fall sarcastic. down. And you're like, thanks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Midna's like, obviously the best. <laughs> yeah. uh, the King of Red Lions is fun too. So. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, I forgot that I was planning to say that when you were talking about the King of Red Lions earlier, Cosm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's fun. He's also pretty sassy to you. He's like, come on, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. He's a pretty good, for like a boat with a head, he's a pretty good sidekick. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah, cool design. Like, that's a cool boat. Yeah. <laughs> it is a cool, it is a cool design. He's a cool boat. Yeah, it's like surprisingly <laughs> like traumatic when he like leaves it and it's just a normal boat now. <laughs> like, oh, mm. oh, oh, oh. No, no, it doesn't turn its head. Look at me when I come over. What's wrong? Mm. My boat is dead. i guess ganons are technically main characters but i have a separate question about them in this topic so um (laughs) there's zelda's links and ganons they're not there's not one there's more than one (laughs) sometimes he's ganondorf sometimes he's just ganon phantom ganon etc etc sometimes he's just calamity (laughs) right sometimes Sometimes he's uh sometimes he's demise uh, demise He goes by many names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bruce. We didn't talk about oh, Bruce. Bruce. I know, yeah, he's right? He's a main character and he's not a sidekick. He's just oh, yeah. Fair enough, yeah. Is he a main character? There's like Impa's. Impa's cool. That's true, yeah. yeah. Bruce mm-hmm. is like sometimes a sidekick. <laughs> he's a I, sidekick, I, sometimes I, a main character. Sometimes a side character. He has to fight the imprisoned a couple times. <laughs> yeah. And he, but then he's also like he's a he's a side character when he's in the race at the beginning. But then he's a main character when he's, well, no, he's a sidekick when he's fighting the prison. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he's a main character at the end. Yep. <laughs> Is that how it Here's works? Journey, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Grease cycle. <laughs> he's in the Grease. <laughs> he's in, he's he called it the Legend of Grease or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe I called it that. I think. He did call it that. He did call it that. Yeah, he's like, someday people will tell this story and they'll call it the Legend of Groose. Legend of Groose. I was like, no, there's no way I could have been that clever. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Do they like uh, like sages or whatever count as sidekicks, Mm. I guess? Uh, Yeah, I guess sidekicks because they get your powers. Mm hmm. You get oh, those sages, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I count that so sad. Well, I was thinking of the sage when you said sages, I was thinking of like Breath of the Wild and Tears of Kingdom type sages. Yeah, that's what I, I meant. Guess yeah. That's what I meant. They're kind of the other ones too, kind of an Ocarina of Time. Yeah, they all kind of help you and then become sages after they die mm-hmm. tragically. I mean what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're good they take they go to the void, you know. 
the spirit realm. The spirit car. realm. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Makar. They don't die. They're fine. Yeah, yeah. They're sidekicks. Yeah. I like Medley a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Medley too. I like, um, I like all the Rito sidekicks. Medley, Rivali, and Tulin are all amazing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the Pelican. I can't remember his yeah. name right now. Pen. A pen, pen right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's a he's more of a non main character, I guess. He's definitely a yeah, Rand uh NPC, but yeah. <laughs> he's he's good. He's also he's also in the, the Legion of Great Rito characters. <laughs> so listen, bosses and enemies is our next topic. What's okay, so Alcor's nightmare sheep on Tumblr asked us, what are your most and le- least liked not boss enemies. So not boss enemies. The fucking gloom hands. Can we start with that? Oh my god, yeah. I mean, they, oh, I, I have such a risk relation because, like, like, they're they really. You love them. Yeah. Well, like, no, I, I, it's, it, I, they're terrifying, but that makes them <laughs> so them fucking cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're really like, well designed. Like, yeah. Objectively, that is a great enemy, even if it's yes. horrible to run into. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no um, no no my like my relaxing playthrough now I have mm. to climb a tree as fast as possible every time I see one mm-hmm. yeah I found the the um when I was playing playing Tears of the Kingdom I found an enemy and I was like what the fuck is that that's terrifying I beat it and it was a like like and I was like oh that makes way yeah. too much sense and like the I don't know are I, creepy it's... and gross They're I, I remember I was like it just. I remember like, I was like, what the fuck is that? And then the first time it ate me and it ate my shield, I was like, oh, it's a fucking like oh, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think I wouldn't then, like it if like likes weren't introduced until then. But the fact that, like, it's been an enemy for, like, the entire series, I think that that makes me. Yeah. They're so gross looking, too. Like, yeah. I mean, in a way that's appropriate, but they're just Y'all, so gross in Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. It was really funny to me how immediately I knew it was like like when it ate my shield. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I, I was like, what, what the fuck is this? Is that mm-hmm. what is that? And I killed one really easily the first time, which was misleading, first of all. Yeah. Um and then it dropped a shield and I was like like because they drop a chest, right? And it had a shield mm-hmm. in it. And I was like, hmm. And then I picked up the stone and it was like 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 stone. I was like, yeah, oh that's, I see. That's how I figured it out too. Yeah. 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 yeah I got eaten because I was trying to like edge closer to make it reveal its weak point again because it did it once and yes. I got too close and it ate me. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> There's like a couple there I mean the three D ones in like in Ocarina of Time, I think, are like they're also gross. Mm-hmm. The two D ones are usually fine because they're usually kind of drawn like a coiled snake. But somehow the ones in like Ocarina of Times when they start being like you know like oh yeah they're, like pulsating mm-hmm. mass like, textures <laughs> pulsating. Yeah. yeah not ideal so mm-hmm. mm. and I think the most annoying enemies of all time are like the Yiga in Breath of the Wild specifically where they just like are popping up it's also like oh, yeah. hands, but not as hard like mm-hmm. just just hard enough that it's annoying. Where it's like yeah. it's hard to run away from them and they're annoying and they're like I'm just I'm just one on the road I just want to like go someplace I don't want to like fight something right yeah, now yeah 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 like, they're not hard to beat they're just annoying yeah. you know so, um, I found wolf post really annoying in like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask because they just like oh, circle around oh. you and you have to wait for them to yeah like, break so you can attack them because like you, it's just having to wait because like you can't just attack them right away or they block they're running mm-hmm. they're like they're kind of like cycle. That they have to go through is really annoying because you do have yeah. to wait a while for them to attack you. 
Yeah. Um, they have a really loud, obnoxious sound effect in Ocarina of mm -hmm. Time. Oh, those flying, the flying Lizzlefos things in uh, Twilight Princess, not Twilight Prince, Skyward Sword, mm -hmm. I think, were kind of annoying. You only had to fight, you're only forced to fight a couple of them in. Uh, mm. I think it was Twilight Sky Princess. Keep? Maybe it was Twilight Princess. I think it is Twilight Princess. Yeah. Maybe it's in got, the like, Temple little, of Time or something. They got the little, like, claw yeah. shot targets on their shields. Or yeah. yeah okay, those yes. guys. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. yeah, they yeah. fly around. It's like a lizard that flies yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. A lizard-type mm -hmm. enemy that flies around. And they have kind of, like, bat wings. They, like, flap, and it's kind of hard to target them. Mm -hmm. And they're just very strong. Like, uh -huh. it just takes a while to... To kill them. I I don't know how to feel about um Wind Waker Redeads. <laughs> Again, terrifying in like a oh, good way, so I guess. Like the worst yeah. yeah, scariest enemy in that <laughs> game, probably. Um and I really like yeah. the design for Wind Waker Choo Choos. Choo yeah. Me too. Yeah, I, I think those yeah. are really cute. Like especially you stun them and they bounce and make a little cute sound and get stunned. Like I don't know. They're I think like, they're really they're like wobbly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those are yeah, those are wind enemies. They're just so cool, like, so cool in their designs. Like, yeah, the choo choos in Breath of the Wild are okay too. Like they have the big eyes, um, but they're kind of annoying how they blow up sometimes. Like some of the ones, <laughs> the ones that like explode on you, and you're like, no, I popped mm. your ice choo choo, and I'm frozen. <laughs> oh, yeah. But they're yeah. nice when you yeah. have uh, <laughs> when you have Tulin out, and he'll like one shot them from. Yes. Like far away. And so oh, they yeah. just blow up. You don't even have to worry about it. <laughs> Thanks, Tulin. Yeah. Thanks, Tulin. The um the ones from Skyward Sword were the worst or it was like the big worms. It's like no. Yeah, those are weird and gross. No, and then, <laughs> and then, then there's like, like the special goo. They like blend together so you wouldn't be able to get the goo. Yeah. 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 But then there's like the gold one that shows up sometimes. So you can get mm -hmm. like fancy mm -hmm. goo. <laughs> yeah, but then if like any two colors touch, they become the purple ones that are worthless, which is annoying. Mm -hmm. They're just like icky. The ones in um, the ones in Wind Waker are the best. Yeah, they're cute. They're gonna make their little chattery noises. <laughs> mm -hmm. They go like, la, la, la. "Is that what you're talking about?" And they jump. <laughs> yeah. <on you. laughs> yeah, a lot of the Wind Waker enemies are really good. Like the yeah, I like the like the really pig-like moblin design in Wind Waker mm. a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the kind of cat-like bokoblins. They have, mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. I think they're vocal blends, like the one you know, the other yeah. cards in the tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make fun noises too. There's a lot of fun mm -hmm. noises in that game. It's a good game. It's aesthetically yeah. an aesthetically pleasing game. Oh yeah, in all senses of the word, aesthetic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what other enemies? Yeah, I found the um the Lizalfos in uh, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom just watching them, like when they don't know you're there. Like they've got fun little like, motions, like moving their heads around and flicking their little tongues out. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they like sit down and like curl up and hide. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. They're charming. And they like chatter with each other and stuff. Yeah. All the monsters in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom are cute when they like talk to each other. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. the vocal blends like jump around, you know, and they're like happy. And then they like yeah. take naps. Yeah, yeah, they're fun. Um, of course, Nightmare Sheep also asked us through Tumblr. Also, uh, what are your favorite bosses, either by fight or by design? Mm. Uh, design wise, I was thinking about this because I almost said it in not in non-boss enemies. 
I remembered it was a boss. Uh, the Helmarok King is the coolest looking thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is that? The big bird in uh, Wind Waker. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Kidnaps yeah, yeah. the... Oh, yeah. Tetra. Mm-hmm, hmm He's got the coolest design. I love him. Yeah, he's very cool. He's got a fairly fun fight, too. You, like, run up the tower and then have to hit him with the hammer. Mm-hmm. Kind of fight that gives me, like, anxiety, though, because you have to jump over all the things yeah. before the water fills it up. Mm-hmm. I didn't struggle that much this time with it, though. I remember struggling mm-hmm. with it as, like, a, the first yeah, it's time. It's not really difficult, game. but until you know it's not really difficult, it's pretty stressful. Yeah. Oh, no, the water. Oh, God. Oh, God. I can't. Yeah. Oh, he's. <laughs> Why is he floating here? Oh, God. And then it's like nothing happens until you get to the top anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do like the Phantom Ganon in Breath of the... Or not, in uh, Wind Waker also. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, or the Ghost... Yeah, it's Phantom Ganon, I think is what they call it. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Where you have to, and you have to like, bounce the stuff off the sword and... Or you have to hit, hit the mirror balls back at him or whatever, you know? Hit mm-hmm. the energy balls back at him. Oh, I guess I have favorite iteration of Ganon, but he's a that's his a is more of a boss, kind of not really like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's different. Um, yeah. uh, the Colgara fight in Tears of the Kingdom is amazing. Sick. Colgara also has mm-hmm. great yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Fantastic music and just like the way of fighting him is just mm-hmm. like makes you feel really cool. <laughs> yeah, diving through the yeah. sections of him and stuff. Everything in the sky is cool. You know what's not cool? All the uh, Gibdos, any of the Gibdo fights. Yeah. But I still wouldn't describe them as like least liked, not boss enemies though. Like, all the things that I said, I feel like Gibdos are they're okay, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think they're another yeah. well-designed enemy. Yep. Yeah. Like, I'm not okay with them crawling toward me, but it's definitely a good nope. sign. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a difference between like, not liking and not being okay with. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> objectively this is great subjectively i never want to see it again <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't think it's a boss but the hands from um the hands from the twilight realm in mm. twilight oh that come in like that, that you have to, uh, you have to uh, get, get the ball yeah behind oh, you i guess that's kind of a mini boss i would say yeah those are cool i mean i hated them also but they were cool yeah. you know Least favorite is fucking Moldorm. <laughs> Knocking you down. Oh, like oh yes, yes, yes. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I blocked that, that out of my memory. The hamburger yeah. monster. <laughs> yeah. I was like, fuck, we have to fight this guy again in I think it was Link <clears throat> to the Pat Link Between Worlds. I was like, why do, do I think yeah. they bring mm-hmm. this back? <laughs> so mad. That was almost where I quit Link to the Past. I think I managed to beat him <laughs> on like when the last tribe where I was like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I still quit not that long afterward, but it's like that was almost the that was almost the breaking point. I really appreciated the walkthrough. It wasn't for that Moldorm, but you know how like they repeat the bosses at the end of the game. So uh-huh. during the repeated Moldorm boss fight, the walkthrough that I read was like, and you can jump on the ledge and attack Moldorm from there. And I was like, bless you, sweet person. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and you can just wail on Moldorm. I was like, yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was that game. It was one of the ones. I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, it was Link to Link Between Worlds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wasn't too bad in Link mm-hmm. Between Worlds, at least compared to Link to the Past. He's still kind of annoying, but I think he didn't fully regenerate if you fell down. <laughs> I don't remember the name, but shout out to the like multi-headed dragon boss from Gleox? Zelda One. I guess it's Gleox. 
I was thinking of the original yeah. Zelda game. Yeah. Um, Gleeox. I think it's always been Gleeox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, they the had the other dragon dude like with that, one okay. head. But yeah, I think the multi-head ones. No, no, I'm thinking the multi-head one. Yeah. yeah. I think. Also, shout out to the Thunderbird from uh, Zelda mm-hmm. 2, even though I hated the rest of that game. Yeah, yeah. that's a cool. Technically very cool. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Do you think... Um... Oh, this is favorite bosses. Uh, we're kind of talking about enemies. Oh, most and least liked enemies. Oh, I missed that part. I just talked about all the complaint about all the ones I hated, but I also like the uh, mm-hmm. like Darknuts from Wind Waker. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I like You can cut off their little armor. Yeah, they make and then they're like, make what? You and they're like surprised. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's fun when yeah, you're I like enemies that make you feel like a badass when you're fighting them, even if they're fairly yeah. simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the Dark Nuts are cool in, I don't know, like, Twilight Princess and, and Ocarina of Time, but they're, like, more harder and scarier as opposed yeah, to the ones. Yeah, they've always got a good presence, like I think. Yeah, I think Wind Waker are the most fun to fight. My favorite bosses. I uh, Twin Rova, I like the concepts, but not the execution. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Level is so weird. At least the version on my game was super weird. It was, like, quiet. Like there wasn't any music, which I think was just. Oh, their music is really good. Have you heard Twin Rova's theme? It's one of the only bosses that has a, their own unique theme song. I'll look. I'll look later. I can't think of the boss theme right now, but I like their like general theme that plays when they're on screen. Kotake and Kume. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. that is what I'm thinking of. You know what? It might just be their. Th- yeah, maybe they don't have that theme during the fight. You might be right. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just my game. We talked about it at the time because I think other yeah, game, I think it was a glitch. I think it had regular fight fight thing. Some kind of music. Thing. Twin Rova is cool. I definitely, I thought it was a really easy boss fight. Actually, Ooh. after you fight the freaking Dark Knot, <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Oh yeah, because that's the one with where they possessed. They got you know like um the Gerudo, mm-hmm. um yeah, say, whatever, and then put her in the. Yeah, 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 Navarro. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most <laughs> bosses. <laughs> I mean, like, I really struggled with uh, Bongo Bongo. Yeah. That was oh, yeah. one of the ones that killed me a lot. Oh, you know what's weird? Blizzetta. Oh, Blizzetta. That is a strange one. I was just thinking yeah. about how I liked that level so much, though. Snoopy, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's a really cool part of the game. Yeah, yeah, it's really charming. And they're like, "Oh, what yeah. about this thing in the soup?" And then you bring back the cheese or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, uh-huh. oh, maybe I left it over here. I was like, "What are we doing?" What the <laughs> this? Yeah, the bit where her head spins around for the fight, though, that's like one of the only jump scares yeah, in yeah. Zelda. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she like crushes you. I remember that fight wasn't super hard. There was a fight. Yeah. There is the it's fight music to get too. The... It's got that like weird sort of operatic. Yeah, scene almost. I died a lot with the ball and chain. Speaking of um, or whatever mm, they're yeah, called. It... Yeah, to be able to get the mace. Also, whatever it's called, I don't remember what the actual thing is called. I guess it's called ball and chain. But I guess it's not. A... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's sort of a dark knight, dark nut variant, but. Yeah, but then even harder because you're freaking chain. <laughs> you yeah. like attack me from across the room. Yeah, it took me a while to get what I needed to do in that room. Once I figured it out, it wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but I enjoyed. And then they have those like the stick, the snowy stick things. I can't remember what they're called. Um, the creepy, like the snow, like monsters that are in the, not the not the ice blocks, but the other ones that are like tall, kind of look like mm -hmm. ice ants. Can't remember what they're called. Yeah, they look like the. Um... You know, Hercules, when they've got the titans, it looks like the snow titan in that one. Yes, it does look like the titan. It Yeah, it does look like that. Remember any of the Majora's Mask bosses? They're, yeah, they're kind of... really hard. I'm trying to remember. And like, I, I feel like their design is very generic, because they all have the same sort of, like, art style and general, like... <laughs> Except one is just a, a bull... With a yeah, man. Yeah, that one's pretty fun. That one's pretty yeah. fun to fight. That is that um, actually that is yeah. Um, sometimes yeah. I would just roll up in a ball and just keep rolling and not even fighting. Right. I'm just you know rolling around doing tricks off the ramps and stuff. You know. Yeah, yeah. it's um, also fun to do the um the twin mold, the two snaky wormy guys. Yeah, you have the giant's yeah. mask where you're just like mm -hmm. in a wrestling match with them, basically. Yeah. Um. And I always like oh god, what's his name? Or Georg or something? Odolwa. That's what it is. The the one in the swamp temple. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just dancing around and like, I don't know. He's weird. Yeah, it's fun to wail on Majora if you have the fierce deity mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like the the those yeah. bosses aesthetically are just not appealing, but like yeah, the gameplay I think for them is, is pretty satisfying. Except the fish, the fish is torture. Georg, yeah. the gargantuan masked fish. The goat, goat is the mechanical monster. The goat, the goat. Oh the goat. Well, yeah, there's the pose, and then there's like a wart from Great Bay Temple. But it's like one of those like bubble eye things that's in a bunch of Zelda games. Mm. Like Argus or whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I'm just looking at there's like bosses in Minish Cap. But one of the things that's funny about Minish Cap is like some of the bosses are like normal sized things, but you're tiny. Like Oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, rock, the big octor rock. Uh -huh. Yeah. And there's a two. Like the yeah. 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 I just remember the um yeah. <laughs> I showed the guy in um Link's Awakening at the, the top of the tower dungeon that's got like rides of the bird. That one was pretty fun. It's like a he's like a skull skeleton guy and he like had a bird that he like called with a flute and it would like swoop down and he had to like jump over it and stuff. That one was oh. pretty fun. It's kinda of funny because I definitely that was one of the games I played all the way through, but now I'm trying to Maybe. I don't remember that one. Yeah, I only just spontaneously remembered it, so like <laughs> Just remember playing the song of the windfish. Mm -hmm. I also like the boss in Old Tall Mountain. Wind, in uh, Wind Waker with the hands, the one in the Tower of the Gods. That one's cool. Oh yeah, that one's fun. Go Dan or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then if you miss, he like spits more um, arrows mm -hmm. out of his nose, which is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Garrow is pretty cool too. In the, the Earth Temple or the Wind Temple, one of those. I think it's the Wind Temple. The wind temple, the earth temple is confusing. Isn't the wind? They're both like underground. So I'm like, oh, what yeah. is it? 
<laughs> yeah, the Earth Temple's the haunted one, though, so it's got like the yeah, giant the one as, as the boss. So, mm. right, right, right. Oh and yeah, yeah. The, it also has that's the one that has all the friggin' zombies, all the redeads. Yeah, the redeads <laughs> and the mirror puzzles, which are fun. The mirror mm. puzzles are fun. One, it's one of the best levels I think mm. in Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Wind Temple is kind of meh on its own, but the Mulgara is really fun to fight. But he's got great music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mira always has great music. So mm-hmm. it's Ice yeah. Whatever. Wasn't there a Mulgara in Ocarina of Time also? That's like. Is it Mul- uh, oh, Ocarina of Time? There's. There's, there's uh, the Fire Dragon. Volvagia. Oh, Volvagia. Yeah. That one's cool too. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. You play like Whack a Mole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I was like, is this going to be giant whack mole? It is giant whack mole. My expectations were met. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite iteration of Ganon? Or like non Ganon main evil <laughs> boss? I'm thinking um, like you're in. There's no Ganons, right? Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. there's, there's, there's demise, but. Um, Vati and, and Minish Cap. Yeah, I I actually really like Vati's human form, like the the aesthetic of it and all that. I yeah, I was always hoping like maybe maybe they they'd be so kind as to put him into Smash, right? Mm-hmm. They put weirder characters, right? Yeah, they put characters from games that aren't even released in North America, like like Ness. Mm-hmm. So I mean, your wish yeah, could be granted. Vati's you know? kind of a Zelda deep cut, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, so. Um. <laughs> Wait, I'm not saying I wouldn't enjoy it. But... <laughs> yeah, I know. No, there's other characters to be had, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like Wind Waker Ganon. Yeah, it's like design wise and like personality wise, I guess like he's got a bit more, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, like pathos to him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he has a lot of philosophy about the world, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do like the um, design of Twilight Princess Ganon Ganondorf, you know, like the bull, the big bull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is his shiny tongue. Do we <laughs> see know? Ganon as a human in that? Uh, yeah. Not. Don't isn't there a Twilight first Princess, phase? Definitely. Yeah. Does, oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like sword yeah. throwing and everything, and you see him like at the yeah. Like his execution that didn't work and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One's pretty prominent in Twilight Princess. Doesn't but yeah, I do like his that... uh I do like his beastie form in that in that game too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. But that's one of the ones where you have to do like a a like a ball of light fight. You know what I mean? Isn't that one of the ones where you have to like hit back uh, uh like energy okay. ball? Well, isn't that against is that against Zelda when he's possessing Zelda? Oh yeah, that I think could it is. be yeah. That could be. There's a. There's a. I mean. There's like a handful of those. Yeah. Yeah. That's a common aspect of. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, the you ones like where he's him on horseback with Zelda at the end. Right. 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 I also like the ones where he's jumping through the paintings in uh, the forest temple. In, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's definitely really boss, cool. But that's cool. Yeah. yeah that's shocking too because it's like the very first. That's true. Boss is an adult. Yeah. 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 It's the mm-hmm. first boss is an adult. Mm-hmm. I was surprised by that, and it was pretty hard. I remember yeah. at the time. Um, I no do like Jorah's pretty cool and weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Terrifying. Terrifying. As with everything with that game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> really. 
Mm-hmm. I think Majora's is scary because of like how little it gets explained. Like, it's just right? So it's like, why is there an evil mask? Mysterious past evil entity possessing this mask, and like the yeah. the happy mask salesman seems to know more about it, but he's not telling you. So <laughs> he's like, "Oh, good, you got my little mask back. Thanks." And you're like, "I almost died." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, the evil seems gone from it. That's a shame. I mean, bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I saw him. I did the side, started doing the side quests in Ocarina of Time, and I was like, he's so creepy in this game, but it's yeah. like, yeah. it's like you don't even know. He just kind of is like weird, so overly smiley, you know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taking advantage of a small child to do his bidding already. Yeah. Does he, I feel like, I don't know, does he count as the main character, I guess? He's, <laughs> he's, a main character he's another one of those, man. like, objectively really cool, but terrifying. Mm-hmm not okay kind of characters like just the way they yeah. right like animate him with like no in between like no transition animations or he just like snaps yeah. between poses and everything mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's really cool life. but also not okay at all uh-huh he gets his own real life jump cuts you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh we kind of talked about this but like do you have like a boss what boss did you think was the hardest or like the easiest kind of sort of talked about this i think the hardest boss that i actually beat was the uh <laughs> the final boss in oracle of Whichever one I played, ages. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I think it was ages. The like witch, what vet, started with a B. I can't remember her name. Mm. Um, but she had like a bunch of different forms, like all in a row, and they were all like tricky in different ways and stuff. She was hard. Mm. I mean, Bongo Bongo was hard for me. I don't think yeah. it's okay. It's just hard for me. Um, <clears throat> no, he he can he can be a little. It's really um, hard if you keep your boots on because he sends you flying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was funny. Also, um, the I died a lot in the Ganon fight in Ocarina of Time. Like maybe mm-hmm, I just didn't mm-hmm. get enough heart mm-hmm. pieces or whatever. Yeah. I wish yeah, the fight was yeah, particularly hard like harder than any other. It was just that it was hard to stay alive for some reason. Like I yeah, couldn't It's hard because it, it takes away your your aiming all of a sudden with Navi. Right. In your sword, like you, you get pretty stripped down of your power. Yeah, right. Um, in that one part, and then you also have to start that part over and over again if you die. Yep, yep, yep. Even if you get through like two of the phases, and you have to go back or whatever, right? So it's kind of annoying. Baron is the name of the boss in Oracle of Ages, by the way. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I always found was it Gorg very difficult for me. <laughs> the fish. Yeah. And I think there's a difference between the boss fight in the N64 and the 3DS remake. I think that's one of the two bosses that they change. Mm -hmm. Um, The other being that the not the the Moldorm fights. Mm -hmm. I remember the boss in particular gave me too much trouble, but they definitely like changed the swimming mechanics between the Mm -hmm. and the ones in N64 are god awful. So yeah. I can I can understand that being a struggle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Speaking of mechanics, uh, let's seamlessly transition to the next topic. Right. Like normally, what we talk about at this point, I was just wondering if there was like what was like your favorite gameplay or just like things that you thought were notable, objectively the best with no arguments, etc. <laughs> um, I mean, there's a lot of notable ones. Um, targeting, I guess, actually, like oh, honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that you mentioned it, yeah. Like, I really liked the drawing on the maps. 
in the DS games. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess, sorry, I have this question that's like, what's a, a favorite or like most interesting mechanic, which I guess is similar to like favorite. No, no, yeah, that's, that's sort of what I was thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I see. I see. You do have a mechanic section. That's interesting. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, same with yeah like I weapon. mean, I was also going to say I really like the beetle uh, weapon uh-huh. or like item, right? Which is like, it's also sort of related to gameplay because like you actually take the perspective of the beetle and like mm-hmm. control it, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think those are fun using the motion controls too in that game. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. Yeah, I mean, in... drone pilot, basically. Mm-hmm. In uh, Spirit Tracks, drawing Zelda's path is definitely notable. Yeah. Um, that's that interesting. It could be fun sometimes when you were like timing it out, like you draw. Her yeah. Path yeah. On the other screen and everything. Mm-hmm. It's good for puzzles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For like really basic like gameplay additions, I really like the uh, the parry system in Wind Waker, and then the kind of yep. like sort of extending that into Twilight Princess with those things like the finishing blow and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kind of special moves that like they make yeah. you feel like a cool badass swordsman when you're playing them. So. That's true. Yeah, yeah. They mm-hmm. no, I guess they're still parrying and all that. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, Twilight and... Prince, or not Twilight Prince, Skyward Sword also expands on that too with all the like directional stuff mm-hmm. with the motion controls where mm-hmm. you have like specific sword strikes like you have to do yeah. things in like a specific motion sometimes yeah. which is cool yeah it's like it didn't always work perfectly but when it did it felt really cool and satisfying mm-hmm. uh-huh yeah and all the motion yeah. and a lot of the little like yeah and a lot of the little like cinematic moments with the motion controls i really enjoyed in skyward sword like drawing mm-hmm. the master sword or yeah you know, like, doing, like final thrust when you're like sealing the imprisoned and stuff like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're like sick, and you like shove your little like yeah, <laughs> like, with a little Wii remote or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like I remember the first time I it had me the first time I played it, and I was like drawing the sword from the pedestal. I was like, "This is the coolest thing." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I started like really really like using the whip in that game. That was fun with the motion. Oh right. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> I always forget that the games have the whip. Like the that one I think like Link to the Past has a whip or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. This is an interesting choice, and then you're like, "Ooh!" And then you like pull like something toward you or whatever. Like it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I liked the double hook shots too. Like in uh, that is very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like the because the the whip is like kind of like a hook shot action mm-hmm. in some of those games. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the double hook shots in Twilight Princess were fun. Where you're like, "Phew!" Or is it Skyward? Yeah. No, it's Twilight. It's Princess. Skyward. Skyward Sword. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it's Twilight Princess. I mean, it might okay. also be in Skyward Sword, but Twilight Princess is I get them original. confused sometimes because yeah. they're like around the same mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. and they're yeah. somewhat similar. Like the the dungeons are similar aesthetically, I think, sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure it's in the place with the Uku land where you use the double one. Yeah, I, I think it's both. Oh, okay. Well, Uku, it's definitely Uku, in Twilight Princess. Uku land, yes, is Twilight Princess, it's isn't Twilight it? Princess. Mm-hmm. Yes. I definitely remember it in Twilight Princess. Oh, so weird. Yeah. Can't remember, Twilight Princess for sure. But yeah, the double double hook shots because you're like, oh, hook shot, whatever, and then you get double, and you're like, oh, so you can you can like climb and like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I want to say it's in Skyward yeah, Sword. I think it is in Skyward Sword also because I think Motion I remember controls. in the deserty part where you're like, you gotta like jump across like big chasms in the desert part. Oh, okay. Skyward. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Mm-hmm. The time trial desert. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Linear um, I also really like the spinner in Twilight Princess. So it's 
woefully yeah. it was always really yes. fun it is. Yeah, yeah yeah that's the best boss fight i don't we didn't talk about the yeah. boss because like oh, the yeah boss... we didn't talk about star lord star lord's really star lord. Mm-hmm. yeah and the boss fight is like super fun yeah that was i totally forgot about that i didn't forget about yeah. spinner i was like oh yeah i need to mention the spinner later when we were talking about that but yeah mm-hmm. that boss fight is really really fun yeah like pinging a lot less hard like, spine and knocking him down and then pinging back and forth on the wall and it's just like skull floating around it's really fun yeah so good <laughs> yeah that's one of the best best items that is kind of underutilized but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the fight and like the using it in the dungeon is really fun i think yeah mm-hmm. yep, yep. yeah it was used really well whenever they used it they just didn't use it as much as they could have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's yeah that's only for like Sometimes it'll be a puzzle, but usually it's like you put it in the ground to open something, like just been yeah uh, ground around. Oh, the paraglider is really fun. I mean, I think it's kind of like uh, oh, yeah. to the mechanic of soaring, basically, and gliding in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, of the wild. Like it becomes so like second you know, nature. It's like I don't mm-hmm. even think about it. But yeah, the paraglider is really fun. I was actually going to mention cool, but... rocks, rocks cape and rocks feather, which I think oh, yeah. kind of evolve into that. If you think yeah. about it, yeah. yeah, there's kind of a there's a line between the like mm-hmm. rocks feather to the Deku leaf to the sailcloth yeah. to yeah. the paraglider. Yeah, the Deku leaf is also really fun, especially in Majora's Mask. We could turn it into, like Deku scrub and then like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Mm. Yeah, and then you can you can yeah, glide when, with uh, it. Yeah, we went from like Majora's Mask. When I played with Majora's Mask for the first time, I kept expecting my magic to fill whenever I was in one of those flowers because it does. <laughs> right. when you, it, it oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I more enjoyed the spinning. You can, like, kind of jump in the... Can't you jump in the water and, like, kind of spin across the water and stuff? I can't yeah, remember. Maybe fun. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do, like, a little hop thing across yeah, the waters. Yeah. Kind of, like, skipping the stone. Yeah, it's like a little countdown of how many times you can hop. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah, the rocks are there also, I think, is one of the things that you can use to jump in the, like platform like side scroller levels in the earlier games right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you'd there to jump across stuff maybe you don't maybe. it is yeah because no, yeah, you can it's like, then... like, like hopping ac- hopping above the 2d parts uh-huh. right, you can right. I mean, you can hop over like one one block of like water or lava or something too right in the in the the other 2d spot the top the top down view mm-hmm. yeah Okay, another one that I liked, another like item that I liked is like the sand rod. That can be really fun. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Rods and stuff where you like make like a tower for yourself. Uh-huh. A I really like the uh, the sand rod combined with the um, the, like merge into the wall mechanic and um, like between. Yes, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That that was really well Actually, used. The whole merge into the wall mechanic is something we should talk about because mm-hmm. that's cool. That is, that's yeah, fun. yeah. It's one that I forget about all the time, but you're right. It's it's mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, it's one of the best executed uh, "quote unquote" gimmicks of the series, I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Well, actually, speaking yeah. of gimmicks, I did have a question about those, mm-hmm. which was, yeah, what are your favorite and least favorite gimmicks? And also, like, what do you think would have been the weirdest time to come in, like, be introduced to the Zelda game? Be like, <laughs> this is the the game you come into, being like, oh, so this is a Zelda game, and then you find out the rest of the series, <laughs> or or, oh. and then also, which one do you want to see them redo again? Um, yeah. Okay, let me think. I think I was about to say in terms of mechanics, like a gimmicky one. 
uh, I don't know if it's like super weird, but I think it, the gimmicky, like when you're a wolf and you can smell like a scent trail. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, going to yeah. say, Wolf Link is one of my favorite yeah. gimmicks. <laughs> I'm just real yeah. fun. Wolf Link is fun. And you can oh, yeah. like, jump around and mm-hmm, you like mm-hmm. spend time as a wolf. The scent thing is like kind of cool. It's kind of like, it's a big gimmicky where it's like, oh, let's follow this scent or whatever. And it's like, you can, it's really weird how you can only remember one at a time. And it's like, why? Yep. You know, yeah. like you don't really need to like learn the scent. Just be like, oh, this, this smells like Ilya. Follow it. Like you don't have to, you know what I mean? Like there's, yeah. It's a little bit weird. It's a little heavy handed, but it is fun. And it's fun to be a mm-hmm. wolf and like be in the twilight and have your like use your wolf sense and like make everything mm-hmm. kind of glow. Like the effect, the, the visual effect being a wolf it, is fun. Yeah. I agree with that. But one thing that I do have with it is that it blurs the you can only see so much it, like your it reduces your field of vision. And so you go through so much of the level without seeing it. And like, <laughs> I, I just feel like I'm like I'm in a new place, and it's like even if I go backwards, I'm like, where the fuck was I? Like, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like. Well, then you go back in the daytime as like Link, and you're like, I don't remember this. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it's it's very strange to me how like it, it's like okay, you're focused. You can only really see the scent. Just follow the scent. There's like there might be yeah. things close by that attack you or whatever, but like I don't know. It just it seems very um. I feel like I was just kind of already used to that with the like Twilight Realm stuff. It's like I was used mm-hmm. to like it's like oh this is the same place I guess it looks totally different. But <laughs> well, but that's what I, th- I mean is like you you at least see it um, and like can experience it. I feel like as a wolf you don't you basically see like you're basically seeing the road that you're on and that's it. You know, like um, with your wolf senses turned on, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if you're just in the Twilight, then it's different. But yeah, when you have you use your special special senses, mm-hmm. you see with your special eyes. <laughs> that being your nose of course yeah right because you're a wolf yeah the most important thing about the wolf gimmick though is that the the little um the shackle is like attached to you the whole yeah. time mm-hmm. so you jingle mm-hmm. the whole time also yeah. which is really funny yeah <laughs> my favorite part is if you do the little like like speed boost button and like minda would get like kind of tossed back for a second before like yeah 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 having on to you again <laughs> yeah i feel like another good gimmick is like time travel like in Ocarina oh yeah time. i didn't even think of that yeah just yeah, like I mean, in general right like uh-huh, yeah. i mean you have to do it for the story well you don't no i think there's a couple parts where you have to go back as a child there's like at uh-huh. least the temple where you have to go back as a child you have to to get the song mm-hmm. of storms yeah and yeah um, the, um, the gerudo that's temple, what i meant the spirit yeah. temple or yeah. whatever you have to yeah, go back to the bottom of the well yeah yeah and then i mean there's time travel is also a mechanic slash gimmick and majora's mask where you can go back over and over again mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. kind of like the main concept of the game. i mean i think it's twilight still- princess even you go back or is it skyward sword you go back in time for the temple of time yeah you I go think. back in time plus you do a little bit i think yeah do you go back in time to princess i think so you go through that little yeah you go into like that grove and it's like that's down. the one yeah yeah yeah. the temple of time yeah. for the twilight princess you go back in time basically because it's like yeah, when you like enter the temple it goes like that. oh mm-hmm. right no and no then, yeah I remember yeah and then about. skyward sword there's a gate that takes you back into time mm-hmm. yeah you have to go back in time and do everything again to save the world yeah you're like it's fucked up and then it's like or like mm-hmm. you're guess what i'll just go back in time before all this happened ha 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 and then you have to go yeah. back in the past and fight him yeah. <laughs> right isn't that the climax yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's then, also like like Zelda goes and like freezes herself for all that time. Right. Right. Yeah. 
turns into a dragon, for example. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like she was behind that door the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> she was there the whole time. Time travel. Um, I like to see them go back to the like more musicy gimmicks that have that have been a part yes. of some of these older mm -hmm, games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to play the harp again. That was fun. Yeah, is there like, any music uh, that you play in Tears that? of the Kingdom? No. no, I don't think there's any that you play. Like, yeah, you can get the band back think, together. Yeah, <laughs> but you don't music's play music. yeah, music's still like part of some of the stories. Like it's involved yeah. the whole like cast storyline in uh, Breath of the Wild, and then like yeah, the uh, the band and the fairy fountains. But you're not really actively involved in it, except the songs yeah. that like comes when he cooks. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but you don't pick them; they just are generated. Yeah, you know? just like whatever. Mm -hmm. It's also just a throwback. Yeah, but yeah, like playing the ocarina or conducting the winds and stuff. Those are always fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you have a favorite instrument? I I thought it was really cool how in Majora's Mask you switch instruments based on which mask you're wearing. Yeah, that is cool. Mm -hmm. um, they have different sound effects. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Wind Waker was like the nice kind of happy medium for me because like the songs were like, simple enough that you could actually memorize them. Whereas, like, a lot of times mm -hmm. in Ocarina of Time, I was like, okay, how the fuck do I play this song again? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The longer ones, anyway. Think, yeah, right, other than Zelda's, all the warp songs are really the long. The bolero of fire. Yeah. Mm -hmm, what the mm -hmm. fucking tune is that again? Like, <laughs> it is impressive that Koji Kondo made, like, ten songs with, like, five notes. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I liked the harp music in Skyward Sword, but actually playing the harp was, like, kind of a pain. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah. And you don't really like play. Oh, and there's the obnoxious wolf songs. I forgot about that. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Those are kind of fun. I liked. It's like fun. The later weird. ones got a little obnoxious, but they were kind. Of, I liked them up to like the like mid to late point. Like they were fun. And I the... Yeah, I liked the, like pitching your little howl up and down was fun. <laughs> <laughs> you like? I've always wanted to play theremin. <laughs> Let's put that in the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's <a> theremin. <laughs> Theremin hero. <laughs> Theremin is already like digital instrument. I feel like it already it already is like almost like a video game. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is it's a science game. center I volunteered at that had like a theremin set up for a little while because they had some little music uh, thing. It was really fun. I messed with it a lot. I would like to play theremin someday. That would be fun. Yeah. I don't think it would make me sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a notably light instrument. <laughs> it's mostly the air. <laughs> and i think your movement has to be pretty fine so i don't think you're like gonna be like all over the place you know mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> oh and i did i mean i i liked the pan i like the concept of the pan flute where you like blow yeah, yeah, yeah. thing in the microphone it was kind well, of speaking annoying. of exhausting that was tiring as hell. <laughs> uh -huh. especially if you fucked up and had to do the song again it was the control, the blowing in it wasn't the problem. Is it this it bad like or is it that terrible? Like, no, it's just hard. It's hard to be, it's hard yeah. because you can't, it's hard to blow on it and control with your hand and watch okay. what you're doing. Like, it's kind yeah. of a, a lot. Um, so I think it's a little bit hard, but it was fun. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice if there was more music things next next time. Like, yeah. I don't miss them in Breath of the Wild and stuff, but there's a nostalgic element. Yeah, I don't think there's an absence in one, but yeah, in a, yeah, in a different no. game, it'd be nice to see them again. 
Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was your um, other question? Which game do they want them to re- like, remake? Well, no, it was which gimmick do you want to see them bring back? But I, we kind of talked about it. Oh, yeah, um, music. But now, now the other one was uh, which gimmick or like which game do you think like if you were introduced to Zelda through that game would have oh, been like the yeah. wildest? You're like you, you play that game like oh this is Zelda Fair this tracks. is what everyone's talking about yeah okay yeah <laughs> yeah that's fair. <laughs> It's the greatest way to be introduced to Zelda. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe um, like Zelda 2 if you're like really into it and then you're playing other games and were like, why is it so mm-hmm. easy? I don't understand. Well, actually, um, I was talking to a friend of mine and he was telling me about how he got introduced to Zelda and he was at a friend's house and they played Zelda 1. And he's like, oh, this is really cool. So he went out and bought it and turns out he bought Zelda 2 and he's like, what? Oh, no. What is this? <laughs> no. And- yeah, and then yeah, he he was like after all these years, he finally got validation. He's like, well, okay, was it just me or was that game bad? I'm like, well, no, it's hard. A lot, a lot of people think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that it's bad. I would say that it's well, yeah, hard, really, really hard, which for mm-hmm. me makes it bad. But yes, yeah, I think like, the yeah. I think the sum of its parts are worse than the, <laughs> the parts themselves. For that game. Yeah, yeah, like there are aspects of that game I think are really neat and interesting, but. <laughs> Mm-hmm. together i don't like, enjoy i don't enjoy the pie that was made with those ingredients yeah. <laughs> it's funny because like majora's mask is a hard game but i enjoyed it it's like different mm-hmm. you know yeah. i don't know well is is zelda too hard like cause you could just grind through and make it easy right if you grind enough no no, every time, every time you die, and you die so much. And the mm-hmm. other thing is, like, I started, I tried the version, the original version. I played the Cheater yeah. McGee version, yeah. and it was still hard. It's still too hard. Well, I was wondering if you go to like, earlier levels and like grind there to like gain that's levels. What I tried to do. Oh, really? Yeah, like, you still die. I mean, I sat in the oh. fucking high rule field. Yeah, it's not really like, I mean, like, the difficulty is like the. Like you don't get enough hit points to tank enemies. The difficulty mm. is like trying to hit everything because they're like because gotcha. you know, everything moves weird and you have to like duck and dump and <laughs> move your shield and shit. Like just not hit the wrong dark nut. Yeah. Like whatever. Yeah, it's not yeah, that's right. And you have to they can react like, jump to and swing your sword at the right time, or otherwise he's blocking you and it's yeah. Which mm-hmm. is cool, admittedly, for an yeah, NES it's a cool concept, game. yeah. But it's that's not... part of what I mean by those some of the parts being oh, worse. Like, yeah, there are interesting aspects of the game that I'm like intrigued oh, by. But mm-hmm. at least you can like hit the you know like the wolf most. You can hit them eventually in Ocarina of Time. Yeah, like it's not easy, but you can hit them. It was so hard to like time the one the enemies that can block you in Zelda Two. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're in one of those like little tunnels where you can't even really jump, so you right, and you can't jump get away and immediately hit the button. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how people played it on like a actual like NES or SNES console with like actual leg and the buttons and cords and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> seems hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder what would be good to bring back. Like one thing I don't really miss that was in like uh, Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess was like motion controls. Mm-hmm. There were some motion puzzles in Breath of the Wild, but like I don't definitely don't miss motion controls and yeah, them. like I'm sure mm-hmm. you can use them, but like I just use a pro controller and like it doesn't really mm-hmm. bother me. The motion aiming yeah. controls can be good, but like I don't really miss the other motion controls. Yeah, I agree. Motion controls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
And like again, I played Breath of the Wild on the Wii U, where you needed the game pad to do some of the puzzles, um, the motion control stuff, like for right. the the whatever the devices of the monks or I don't know what it was called. Yeah, in the shrines. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So that was very obnoxious because you know I my game pads never charged because you know it just <laughs> sits and like runs out of battery somehow. Oh, because yeah, they run out of battery. It, like it turns on automatically when you turn the Wii U on. So unless you keep it plugged in, it's just going to drain back. Uh, right. That was bad. Bad system. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great idea. It was a great idea. Yeah, it was ambitious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't believe we talked about. Oh, Cosm. Well, and everyone. Yeah. But specifically, Cosm. Question. Back on topic. Most exce- most surprising speed run. Was there a, a speed run that you found particularly surprising? So I feel like there's yeah. like a, a spectrum of speedruns where it's like, just do the game really fast and, and memorize mm-hmm. it, or there's like, have a bunch of weird shit that you do to manipulate the game. You mm-hmm. know? Is, was there one that was like, surprising to you? I have um, an answer. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to find it. Jesus. I, like, I don't, I don't know why I can't find it. Okay, but there what's, was... what's your answer? You the one where, like, stare at a rupee for like, three hours. <laughs> 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 it's like that like like low percent speed run or whatever where mm-hmm, you like, mm-hmm. collect the least amount and like his like idle animation will like eventually glitch him through a door but you have to stare at <laughs> for a really long time <laughs> right favorite. what do you remember what game that is i think it was twilight princess Twilight princess yeah 3d sure. one yeah that's funny I think it was Skyward Sword or Twilight Princess, but it's one of the ones where I thought it was interesting how they like manipulate the save files. Oh, like, Twilight Princess, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in one save file and then another. And I think it was not specifically the speedrun for Twilight Princess, but I thought they used Twilight Princess to like hack the Wii to like make the homebrew channel, which was also interesting. Mm-hmm. Related to hacking fact, but yeah. Also, not as Zelda speedrun, but there's like a Paper Mario speedrun where you have to play like an hour of Ocarina of Time first. <laughs> <or something. laughs> I would cl- I would count that as the Ocarina of Time speedrun. Yeah. Also, it's <laughs> funny. I'm trying to remember which game it was. I thought it was Link to the Past, but there was one. Maybe you've gone through them. There was one where you like. I think you had to make your character a certain name, and at one point you glitched through to get to this one like screen and you have to like you shoot an arrow throw a boomerang like plant something and then you have to make sure that the bomb explodes while you have like an eighth item out and because of your name it's then like oh titles you won something like that um i think i remember you talking about that yeah yeah i can't remember which one it is so but it's definitely one of the 2d ones like it's one of the yeah it's a 2d one um i'm probably Link's awakening or Link to the Past? I thought it was Link to, Link to the Past, but... It wasn't um, Zelda 1 or 2. No. I feel like, well, was it? Like, it wasn't Oracle, was it? Oh. Well, one of the Oracle's games was really straightforward, and the other one had a bunch of wild stuff, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Is it this? Because I vaguely remember you need, like, a song, and that... Uh, anyways, um, but that one, if it's Oracle of Ages, then it's Oracle of Ages. If if that's the one I'm thinking of, anyway, because like, and it's the difference between 
Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons speedrun, how one is just like precision, you're just doing what you can fast and like tight corners and all that, while the other one is entirely RNG manipulation. Mm-hmm. Like, like the difference between those two is so fascinating to me. Um, let me see. Is it Oracle of Seasons? And maybe it's Seasons where it's all, until the end. Um, and is this the end, the very end? So it should be fi- easy to find if I go through all of them. But um, I don't know. Forget me. See. One of one of them has a really crazy. Yeah, it was a normal speed run, which was pretty interesting in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, one of those two, and then I mean, I do think that the what was it called the um, back in time glitches that you were saying, yeah. where you go into the home screen and all that. I think it's yeah. Uh, there's also one where you play in the home screen, which I think is also Twilight Princess and and Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword is like <laughs> I, I mean, maybe it was just because I I understood it better. They explained it better, but that one where you like. Um, what, what you do is you set the flags, right? So you're like, right. I want this, like, basically, I want flag 21 to be loaded, so that way when I go back to my actual game, that flag is still there, and then um, that means that this door will be open, or it'll think that I've done this already, and like, so that that's that's really cool and complicated, and it makes no fucking sense, but it's neat. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I also liked the one where you're talking about so in Wind Waker you can gain speed moving backwards. So you called it yeah. like run vacation where you like go really fast between a bunch of islands. Mm-hmm. To, like, yeah, I was just about to say that it's like Wind Waker where you just swim backwards really fast. Yeah. Most of the and it's it's really cool how like that you have both like both games let you do it, but just in different ways. The the HD remake and the original. Yeah. Yeah. I was also excited for the Wind Waker speedrun community that they finally figured out how to get through the wall around the castle. Yeah. I remember, like, years ago, I was looking at a speedrun. They were talking about that, like, impassable wall that they still hadn't figured out how to get past. And then, mm-hmm. like, when we talked about it this time, it's like, oh, they got past the wall. Good for them. They did it. They did <laughs> it. Um, so you have which I know kind of falls into this, but do you have, like... So I want to transition to music and visuals. Mm-hmm. For visuals, do you have, like, a favorite visual style? And the reason I ask... I know we talked about Wind Waker a couple times. And, like, yeah, so it gets Wind Waker. It's Wind Waker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Answer to both those like questions. A... Wind Waker. <laughs> I like the Tears of the Kingdom's uh, aesthetic also. I mean, like, breath. it's mm-hmm. carried more from Breath of the Wild, but I mean, like, the Zonai stuff in particular. I would also yeah. add to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although it's similar to Wind Waker, which I also love, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, I like the Twilight. Graphic. That's yeah. true, yeah. Um, it's glowing. I also like the, um, the kind of, like, painterly style of Skyward Sword. Mm-hmm. That's sort of impressionist charming looking game. Style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like the the Twilight and Twilight Princess mm-hmm. and all the weird floating graphics and stuff. It was cool. Yeah, and the like oversaturated glow coloring is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing like like early trailers and stuff. It was just like black and white in the Twilight and it looks so much better with that. Like saturated, <laughs> like like late evening glow kind of to it. In the twilight glow, yes. Yeah, the twilight. Yes. I was about to say that, and I was like, "That sounds silly." So I went with late evening. <laughs> <laughs> the dusk glow. Yeah, the dusk. <laughs> Cosmo, do you have any particular <laughs> the magic hour? I really yeah, like yeah, the we'll at least the the official art for like the Minish Cap. 
I find yeah. I find that adorable, and I want I want as much of that as I can. I do want to. Yeah, I think Minish Cap is the prettiest two D game. It's very for mm-hmm. sure. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty. Um, I will say I also really like the the two D style in uh, Link Between Worlds. I don't think the three D graphics are that. Okay, great, like yeah, the, yeah, that's fair. Really style and like the the paintings and like whenever you're merging on the wall and everything. Yeah. yeah. I mostly appreciated Link's like wiggle, like animation, <laughs> and uh, the noise and stuff when he's in the in the two D. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh! What I kind of like, but also don't, is the three D ish uh, Link's Awakening. The soulless oh, yeah. beady eyes. Oh my yeah, god! But I, I like. Eyes I, at the same time, I, I like, like that style though. <laughs> just the eyes. Like I a... feel like if it weren't for the eyes, I think I'd like it. But um, I like really... I do like his expressions, like when he's catching a fish, how he like turns and smiles, and like, like I think it's really cute. But the eyes are just too unsettling. I like the I like yeah. the, I like this. That's like a um, like koi box dia, dia, diorama. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the I want to say both like diagram and diaphragm, and I'm like neither of those are right. <laughs> no, no, no. I like the 3D version from. Triforce Heroes. I think that's like one of the nicest, uh, mm-hmm. like cutest 3D, mm-hmm. like semi 3D. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's significantly cuter than Link Between Worlds, even though I think it's using the same system somehow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is it just the costumes? I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe <laughs> it's all the Zora costume. <laughs> yeah, it's all the Zora costume, and the like the dress and whatever. They're all good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Uh, Alcor's Nightmare Sheep also asked us on Tumblr, "What's your fa- what are your favorite songs slash melodies slash sound effects in the Zelda series?" There's so many good ones. <laughs> I really like Dragon Roost in the in the title screen in uh, Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. Both mm-hmm. excellent. Mm-hmm. Wind Waker has great music. Those are both really good ones. Which one? Yeah. Wind Waker has good music, but those two yeah, 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 really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the music in the Forest Temple is really good in Ocarina of Time. True, true, true. Mm-hmm. Another place. That one's one of the best ones. And I like the uh, the unsettling chanting, <laughs> controversial yeah. chanting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fire Temple. That one's really good too. Uh, I really have Song of Storms and Saria's song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those are good ones. Saria's song, Saria's song and also song stopped uh, Druinia's depression. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, magical properties. The the Gerudo Valley or Gerudo Desert, whatever it is. Oh, in the game, that, that's, that's like the best amazing. song from Ocarina, Ocarina of Time. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real good. You can learn that on guitar. <laughs> I was gonna say that's gonna be my Zelda song goal. <laughs> yep. You can learn, yep, that makes learn sense. Song of Storms, and I'll learn this one. <laughs> you can play the D chord. You can play the beginning of uh, um. Like Wind Waker, the do 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 do. That's all in D. You can do that. You can't play the rest, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can play that. All you really need. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, Dragon Quest um, is a good, really good theme, and it's really good. The iteration of it in, in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom are really good. I enjoyed them a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the like the build of like Dragon Roost Island and then into Rito Village and Red mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like depressed Rito Village and Tears of the Kingdom and then the mm-hmm. triumphant Rito Village during the boss battle. It's like a yeah. really good, really good right. series of like adaptations of the same tune. 
mm-hmm, right? Because mm-hmm. the kingdom had great music. Mm-hmm. So much saxophone. Best use of saxophone yeah. in a video game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my my coworker, one of her kids, is apparently wanting to learn the saxophone this year. She's like calling around to music yeah. stores about like renting it. Yeah. And my media thought was like, oh, she can play the Zelda theme. And I was like, I'm not going to say that out loud. <laughs> Well, it's, is it more appropriate or less appropriate to say, oh, she can play Careless Whisper? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your choice. <laughs> um. That's funny. I, I can go through game by game and tell you my favorite songs in each. Okay. All right. Ocarina of Time, I think, is going to have to be Song of Storms. Mm-hmm. Majora's Mask, I think it's Rockville Temple. Or the, the Stone Tower? Stone Tower. One of those two. Stone Tower. I'm going to say Stone Tower. Oh, I think in Majora's Mask, the best, not to cut you off completely, but the best song in Majora's Mask mm-hmm. is the um, Woodfall Temple. Or not mm-hmm. Woodfall Temple, the, the... Oh, the Deku Scrub Palace. Yeah, the Deku Palace. Yes, yes that is that really song. good. That's, oh. I remember I would, when I was young, I wasn't allowed to play video games during the week. But I would turn on my N64, get there as fast as I can, and just pause it and just listen to the music. And, like, <laughs> that's all I did. Yeah. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> yeah. I really like the song of healing, too, or how it's just eerie, and, but, like, hopeful mm-hmm. at the same time. I mean, <laughs> yeah. If if the whole soundtrack was an option, I'd say the whole soundtrack for both Ocarina of Time <laughs> and Majora's Mask. No, they're, they're both great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like from Ocarina of Time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't cut you off for Ocarina of Time, but yeah, I felt like I really needed to say something about Majora's Mask. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I don't know if I have one for any of the Oracle games. I just don't know the music that well. Nothing mm-hmm. rem- like from my playthrough or anything really caught my attention. I think. Um. So I'll skip those, and I skip the other ones because I same sort of thing. I don't have really a much knowledge or memory of any of them even going through nothing i remember struck me but there might have been something that did at the time shout uh, out to the palace theme from zelda 2 which is the only that's true game that's true game. yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> um for the wind waker i actually like uh farewell to the hyrule king is what it's called i think and that's yeah when um mm-hmm. i think you're swimming away from the Hyrule King, and you're saying goodbye, Fair, farewell to him, if you farewell. will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then the Minish Cap, I I just always like the Minish Village theme, very cute and very cheerful. Um, that was another one that I would listen to all the time, but I think I used YouTube or maybe what uh LimeWire to download the song and then just played it from that instead of booting up the game. Um, Twilight. Yeah, I think that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, those were the days. (laughs) Um, Twilight Princess. I also think the Gerudo theme in um, Gerudo Desert theme in Twilight Princess is also very good. Um, Mm -hmm. that one's very good, and so is uh, Linda's uh, Minda's Minda's Lament. Uh, Yeah, that's a great song. That's yeah. yeah. Um. I gotta say, one of the songs. It's that, that song where I'm like, I know it's supposed to be in a hurry, but I just kind of want to sit here and listen to this song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, when you're mm-hmm. running and carrying her. 
Yeah. I do remember the Kakariko Village theme song really well from Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. I liked all the weird like Western music in Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a ranchy <laughs> game. Mm-hmm. The whole game yeah. is like you're a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> also a wolf. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it. Um it's like you're a ranch hand and then you're like, yeah, Kakariko's kind yeah, of there's like, definitely a Western vibe to yeah, I don't know game. why. I don't know how they mm-hmm. figured that out, but there is. <laughs> yeah, I like the little like Western shootout mini game where you. <laughs> yes. The little like hidden village yeah, thing to get the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That one, yes. Yeah. Oh, I also really liked in Twilight. I like the Twilight music. I know you. Some some people don't like it, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I like the Twilight music and the uh, the um, the the Twilight Beast sound effects i like them they're like unsettling but i enjoy them mm-hmm. oh yes 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 okay yes that was, yeah it's, it's no, like, definitely you know, very interesting you know, and like <laughs> yeah. yeah like i don't know if that's something i'd listen to just to listen to it but in game like in context i think it's very good yeah. yeah um i don't know if i recall anything from phantom hourglass Spirit Tracks is obviously the, the train theme. Linebeck's theme is really good in Phantom Hourglass. Oh, yes, yes, that's yes, true. that's true. That's true, theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ghost ship... Also, all the sailing music isn't as good as Wind Waker. Yeah. Wind Waker has the best sailing music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the train that. music is also really good, though. You're right, in Spirit Tracks. Yep. Um, for Skyward Sword, there's the Salfos theme. Um, and then also Farron Woods, I really like. Mm. I don't remember if I, I might even like the, the underwater version also. I think one of them, yeah, yeah, I guess that's underwater. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think Skyward Sword has a lot of underwater music because you can swim, you can dive pretty early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, Skyward Sword has the creepy Twilight Realm also, or whatever it's called, not the Twilight. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Silent the music realm. Is the silent realm. Yeah. <laughs> the not so silent realm, like the screaming realm. Yeah. I like the ballad <laughs> of the goddess too, and the the yes. title theme and sword are both really good. Yeah. And I like you play it with the harp. You get to mm-hmm. play it too, which is fun. And I like five mm-hmm. sound effect. Sound effects are also yeah. Oh yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I do like the vibe of I think it's the Lanryu mine. That yeah, very industry heavy kind of sound that like fits. Yeah, it. I like, like how, it, how it changes when you go back in time. Yes. Yeah. Hit the time stone or whatever. Mm-hmm. You mine time stones here. Why? <laughs> Don't ask questions. <laughs> um. <laughs> a link yeah, between worlds. Yuga's theme is. Mm. Wow. Well. Mm-hmm. I think I kind of said this, but I do like the how the music changes when you're against the wall, like when you're. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like faded out. I did like that Mm -hmm. effect. Yes. A lot of the music was like very similar to Link Between Worlds, though, other than Yuka's theme, right? Link to the Past, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Link. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I mean, I think well, Breath of the Wild, I like. Oh god, yeah, causes theme. I forgot all about mm-hmm. that for some reason. Mm-hmm. I know we were just talking about it not too long ago. Yeah, we talked um, all I, about accordion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I also really like the Lost Woods theme and the the maze theme. You know, the same song, but just for those two, mm-hmm. the maze and Lost Woods. Right. And then the Hyrule Castle theme. 
That's really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I forgot about the Ganon music. It kind of started with like Ocarina of Time. You know where you're going up the stairs to fight Ganon? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Organ? Yeah. I think that's kind of carried through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the Hyrule uh, Castle themes. Like it's really, that is kind of referenced in the Breath of the Wild one. Mm-hmm. Um, which is also really cool. Those are both cool. Yeah, yeah. I like the way the Hyrule Castle theme is like played, like a speeded up version is like the old man's theme before it's totally revealed that he's the the ghost of the mm-hmm. king of Hyrule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's Zelda's lullaby that's integrated in a lot of music too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking specifically yeah. the Tears of the Kingdom one, which is really really good. But yeah, 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 the yeah. during the like final dive is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the sound effects from the uh, the Zonai temples, like the when you get the um. Oh yeah, the end sound effect when you get yeah. the thing at the end, yeah, like chanting cool. and all that. Yeah, that's really yeah. good. Yeah, I like that too. Mm-hmm. Though the Zolabai is also incorporated in the Breath of the Wild uh, Hyrule Castle theme, which is really good. Well, th- that mm-hmm. one has Hyrule Castle Ganon's theme and mm-hmm. uh, Link's theme. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, so that that I think that that is really well put. How do you put all three of them together? Yeah, um, yeah. The Zelda part just really sticks out to me because just because of the way I encountered it the first time, where I was like in mm-hmm, Zelda's mm-hmm. private room and it, just as it kicked in. So yeah, it's also just really haunting in that music because you're kind of like uh-huh. amped up, and then it's like, oh right, Zelda's mm-hmm. also here fighting. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. and doesn't it get louder the closer to Ganon you get? Or something mm-hmm, like probably. that. It does in the it does in Ocarina of Time, which doesn't necessarily have uh, mm-hmm. Zelda's lullaby integrated into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's louder when you're like inside the. Mm-hmm. It, like changes slightly when you're inside the walls compared to like outside the. Yeah. Like, outer part of the castle, at least. Next topic, completely different topic. Um, spinoffs and multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Did you have a favorite multiplayer spinoff game? Um, for a nostalgia reason, I want to say my favorite multiplayer is Four Swords Adventure. Right. I just played it a lot, but trying to play it with you, like, all the different <laughs> things about it, like, yeah, I can, uh, Triforce Heroes is Triforce Heroes. <laughs> much better. Yeah, I think the bones of Four Swords Adventures were really interesting. It was just kind of a struggle to yeah, get it all yeah. working. Yeah, Triforce Heroes is fun. Mm-hmm. It is fun. Easy to set up currently. <laughs> I don't know how long the uh, 3DS online service is going to last, but yeah, at the fun. moment, it's easy to get on and play, and it's fun to play. <laughs> I also thought the multiplayer things for um, the DS games looked fun. You, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. On the topic of spinoffs, uh, Alcor's Nightmare Sheep on Tumblr also asked us. Have you read any of the official Legend of Zelda manga? And which ones? I own many of them, but I haven't really read them yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a box box set for real cheap. Um, oh, nice. I like, skimmed through some of them, but I haven't really sat down and read them. Uh, I did read the little one-shot at the end of the uh, Hyrule Historia or something. It was oh. like a prequel to Skyward yeah. Sword. It was like by the same manga people. Mm-hmm. Manga people. Um, I intend to read them though. They, I've heard good things about them. Yeah, I I read one. One of my coworkers was like, "Oh, you gotta read this. Check this out. You like Zelda?" He was like obsessed <laughs> with Zelda, much <laughs> level 
beyond me, even though I have a Zelda podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, and loaned it to me and I like read it. I just kind of, it was like really long. It was, I think it was like for, it must've been for like Link to the, maybe it was one of the Oracles ones. It was one of the ones that I, one of the games that I hadn't necessarily played. So like, I, I don't know. I wasn't super into it. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But I hear they're good. Kind of yeah. interested in reading like the, reading them like especially the like twilight princess one for some reason that seems yeah that one's fairly long i think it only wrapped up fairly recently Um, yeah it was like that one i don't have because it's so long it's not included in the box set because most of the other ones are just like one or two volumes (laughs) so rude yeah the one that i read was pretty short it was like think imagine like a you know like a one-off comic book um Mm -hmm. kind of like a like the side not like a not like a thin comic book but like what like a collection you know like a Mm -hmm. i think of the word for it <laughs> trade paperback probably yeah because it has like a, it had like a full cover but it wasn't like just like stapled together paper you know what i'm saying <laughs> like yeah <laughs> it had it had a it had a full thick paper cover you know mm-hmm. um but yeah it's like i don't even remember which one it was so i don't know i mean i don't know mm-hmm. they seem good though because you haven't read any have you or have you no i haven't Nope. You just have None your of them that I can <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Okay, I have some final <laughs> topics to transition to. Oh, actually, um, I did have one. Oh, like, yeah. it's talking about spinoffs yes. still. Um, yes, yeah, I, th- I think I mentioned this last episode, but like, I saw gameplay of Cadence of Hyrule, and I'm kind of excited yeah. to play that. I feel like, um, out of all the ones that we talked about and all that, um, that's the one I'm most yeah, excited for. Fun. Yeah. And then, I mean, like, uh, Link's crossbow training, if I could ever find that to play again, I'd also be <laughs> down to do that. That seems fun. Um, I remember it being fun at the time. Yep. Yeah. Now we have a full widescreen TV to work with. I know. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> the shooting we can do. <laughs> Shoot forever. <laughs> so far to the right and left. <laughs> I was thinking, like, we, we don't motion control. Oh. Also kind of don't make guns, like, you know, as a mechanic. Like, point in, huh? Oh yeah, okay. I meant light gun. Like light gun is like how the uh, like uh, old gun games like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the arcade gun. Um, yeah, 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 like arcade <laughs> guns. Duck hunt, like duck hunt. That's how duck hunt works. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Those are always still fun to play in the arcades, even though you need like yeah five dollars and quarters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Next topic is like all all games, all your your ranking, for example, has that changed? I have copied our ranks for reference. Do you have any mm-hmm. second thoughts? You want to change? You want to rewrite history here? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't I think, think I'm satisfied mine. with my rank. I think I'm satisfied. Yeah. We had a pretty long discussion about them in the like when we talked about Tears of the Kingdom, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which of course we all said was the best game ever, yeah. all time. Right? Right? Mm-hmm. 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 I'm I'm second guessing my Twilight Princess placement above Ocarina of Time, but at the moment mm-hmm. when I played Twilight Princess, I feel like that's what I thought. So I'm gonna trust my my judgment back then. I mean, I um, changed Skyward Sword. I was like, Skyward Sword is objectively good, and then I was like, No, it wasn't. It was yeah. There were lots of things that I liked about Skyward Sword. Like I liked the music and the graphics, but I mean, mm-hmm. in terms of like being able to the fact that it's so like restricted. In terms of where he's very linear and you have to go like mm-hmm, up and down mm-hmm. um whatever mm-hmm. i think like that kind of was a drawback 
Um, yeah. Like in general of the game. Mm-hmm. But that just was one of the things that I felt like made it kind of annoying. Yeah. I don't know. So I changed yeah. my opinion. I had a blow. Yeah. Um, I feel like you could tell Skyward Sword didn't want to do that. Like, it was like forced I, to. Like, you could kind of see the game it wanted to be, even if it didn't yeah. quite get there. <laughs> like, it would be hard back then where you could really fly all the way down there. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. But it's still like kind of a loss. You the the upside uh-huh. is you get flying. The downside is you lose non-linear gameplay, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like non-linear between the the world, the surface world and the, the grounds. And Skyloft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Cuz you can fly around Skyloft in a linear sort of fashion. You can like fly out to islands and stuff. But then yeah. to get to anywhere, like you can't run on the Like one thing that I was thinking later when I was thinking about that uh the Skyward Sword recently is like you can't the map is kind of like abstract. You can't run through the map. Like you can't go from like fair yeah. to somewhere else. And I find that kind of like weird for the game. You can fly around mm-hmm. Skyloft, but you can't run through the surface world. So like I guess well, I, like, I, I mean I'm sure there's technical constraints, but yeah. Like I don't know. I feel like yeah, I think one they said place... they they wanted to make them like connect, but they just couldn't with the Yeah, I'm sure they just can't. I'm sure there's reasons. technical restraints, yeah. Wasn't there like one place like... in in Lanryu where you go through water and end up back in Faron Woods. I feel like there's like one warp Maybe. like that or something. But even then it wasn't so. quite the... Really? You can't even warp from like... You have to pick like a specific warp warp point. And mm-hmm, then you can't mm-hmm. warp... You have to go mm-hmm. up and then down. It's like you can't warp around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. have... So it's like why even have warps? It's very odd, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's like so you can go yeah. between Skyloft and places easily. But it's like you can't... Warp from left to yeah, they're not really warp like, points; they're like landings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a little. I don't know. It's like yeah, it's like most of the time it was fine, but it's like all the times when you had to like go from like one place on the surface to another place on the surface would be annoying because you'd have to go yeah. up yeah. to the sky and then fly over to the other place and then go down. Yeah. Yep, yep. Or mm-hmm. you know, cl- or you know, walk through half of the the surface map or whatever because you can't mm-hmm. warp once you're there so yeah it's a very i don't know so anyway i don't know i guess i changed i changed my range below ocarina of time i think it's okay mm-hmm. I'm fine with that that was what i had before i mean by what i had before i mean when we discussed this last not yeah. at the time yeah mm-hmm. um you know i'm pretty satisfied with my rankings uh maybe if we add ocarina of time randomizer like put that up you know maybe <laughs> Because it has all the nostalgia of of Ocarina of Time, but then like the the you know like the freshness of a new game and like a different mm-hmm. challenge, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. and like the replayability, the multiplayer aspect of it because you can play with a friend. Um, mm, yeah, that's true. None of them are multiplayer. Yeah, except for the multiplayer ones that we talked about, which aren't on our ranks. Yeah, blast from the past, uh, most nostalgic game for you. I, I'm gonna um, say I'll I'll go first because I think it, I so Wind Waker was the first game that I really played, mm-hmm. but I actually feel the most nostalgic while playing Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. It has like mm-hmm. a real. It's like it's just like it has Nintendo sixty four. Like yeah. you know, it sounds like an N sixty four. The graphics look like it's like I didn't play Ocarina of Time, but I played a lot of N sixty four games as a kid, mm-hmm. and so there's something mm-hmm. about just like 
like plugging it everything in and like turning on the using the weird three prong controller and like the sound of the N64 and like the look and feel of the N64 is like very nostalgic, even though I'd never mm-hmm. played that game as a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say something similar. It's like Ocarina of Time feels very nostalgic to play, even though I didn't play it as a kid. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, but yeah, Wind Waker is the most like actual nostalgic for me, like because mm-hmm. I did play it as like a twelve year old or whatever. Yeah, I guess I was really young when I played Wind Waker. I was probably like twelve or thirteen, also. Oh, but still. You know, it's not the same. Okay. It's not the same as like That's true. being a playing video games as like a teenager versus like as a like child child or something. Mm-hmm. I don't. I That's don't true. know. Yeah. It's like the Game Boy versus. Yeah. It was like still in the yes, like you know. Yeah, yeah. it's still true. in the era where you could like spend like hours just figuring out a game rather than mm-hmm. just like looking it up online or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I used the actual book, printed book for yeah. Um, Wind Waker when I played it the first time. Mm-hmm. Like one of those reference books. Mm-hmm. I don't think I had one for Wind Waker, even though I bought a lot of those for a lot of games. But yeah. I did have, like, I remember reading an article in, like, Nintendo Power or something before Wind Waker came out that was, like, talking about, like, all the new stuff. It made me really excited to play it. Mm-hmm. I played a demo of Wind Waker. It was, like, the first time mm-hmm. that I, like, wanted a pre, like, a game before it was released. Because mm-hmm. there was a demo mm-hmm. on that, um, Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I can like I specifically remember the article talking about how like Link would like look at things in the environment that were like significant or whatever, and it had a picture of him like looking at like a weapon on the ground, and I was like, "That's cool." Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks at chickens too, though, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. For me, I mean, I think the three that I would have had the chance because, like, I played Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and Wind Waker couple times each at least and somewhat recently so i feel like i've already like used the nostalgic factor for those games to during my replays Mm -hmm. so um i feel like it's a link to the past the oracle games and minish cap were the ones that i played when i was younger i played them a couple times when i was younger each um i but it had been such a long time that I, you know, it, it was, you know, coming in pretty fresh. But of those games, Minish Cap was the only one that I like truly, truly enjoyed. Um, so I'd go with Minish Cap while like Link to uh, Link to the Past again. I I understand it, I appreciate it, but not for me right now, you know. And um, mm-hmm. the Oracle games, I don't know. There's something missing. I again, I love the concept of it. I I have fond memories of it, but playing it just didn't seem right, and I, you know, I just couldn't put my finger on it exactly, or maybe I I could, and I don't remember what that finger was anymore. <laughs> I want another Minish Cap. That game was just so cute. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I like this. I really like the style of that game. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like the mechanic too. Like it has a good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gimmick. <laughs> yeah, it has a good gimmick. Yeah. yeah. So I had a discussion question. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, sort of the general idea of, like, biggest surprises. Like, games you didn't think mm-hmm. you liked and you really liked, or games oh, you okay. didn't remember, like, you remembered liking a lot, didn't like this time, or remembered not liking and really liked. You know, that kind of idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I just kind of told you the ones that I, I had high hopes for, just from my memories. Um, mm-hmm. Link's Awakening was definitely a, a surprise for me, because it was one that I've, like, again, that's the only one I think I hadn't, and Link, uh, uh, the uh, the Adventure of Link, Link Zelda Two, 
those were the only ones that I hadn't played before. And I don't know why I never played it. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know that. So that was, that was probably a bit surprising for me too. And yeah, I mean, I think, I think just going through and it's like, you know, I think my memory of Skyward Sword wasn't, um, it was a, a, a little, um, less fond than I am now that I've replayed it. And even, I think same with Twilight Princess, now that I've replayed it, I feel like my opinion on it has improved from just like my memory of it. Um, yeah. Oh, no, actually, the biggest surprise is that something beat Majora's Mask. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I do think um, Zelda 2 was surprising considering. Like, I mean, I played other games in the Zelda series. And so when I played Zelda 1, which I hadn't played before we started prepping for this series, I was like, oh, this feels like a Zelda game. There's like bombs, there's items that are familiar. Like the dungeons are like mm-hmm. you go into them and whatever. It has very like you know, things that are common to the series in the future. When it came to Zelda 2, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, mm-hmm. it's very yeah. <laughs> different. Um, and so I was kind of surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, an interesting thing is, of the time, there were several games that did that. Like, Street Fighter 1 and Street Fighter 2 are two completely different games. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I think Double Dragon 1 and Double Dragon 2, aren't those also very different? I don't know. Um, Maybe they just thought people needed, you know, novelty. Yeah, that did seem like more of a thing in the past where, like, they, like the yeah. second game would be completely different for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Instead um, of being like, this is like our established, like, conventions mm-hmm. of the series, or like, yeah. like, expand on this, but keep it familiar for people who liked it. Like, I don't know. But I feel like the second game is usually the one that, like, stuck. Okay, I was wrong about Double Dragon. Mm-hmm. Double Dragon 1 is essentially the same. But mm-hmm. I, I, I know there's something else that well, was like that. about uh, Dynasty Warriors? Like, the first Dynasty Warriors is, like, a regular fighting game, isn't it? And the second one, or, like, later ones are the ones that evolved to having the, like, maybe like mass, you know, enemies that you attack and stuff. I think that was what it was. We talked about Oh, that. yeah, that definitely looks like a, a 2D fighter. Yeah, it looks like a regular, mm-hmm. it looks like Street Fighter or whatever. It looks mm-hmm. like any other fighter where there's like one on one mashups on yeah. a stage. This is, it's just interesting that this is the one that we know that like went back to, to its original form. Mm-hmm. I didn't really yeah. have expectations, but I enjoyed Link's Awakening a lot more than. Like, I didn't have expectations for most of these games. I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. time to play a new Zelda game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I enjoyed Link's Awakening a lot more than I was expecting, I guess. More than I was expecting in terms of, like, relative to any other game. Yeah. I had played some Twilight Princess. And I thought it was, like, cool at the time. I just wasn't super engaged. Same with, like, Skyward Sword. Like, I remember the sword being cool. But I wasn't super engaged by, like, the story in either mm-hmm. of those or whatever and just like had other things that were more pressing to do i guess like go to college yeah. <laughs> not enough that i would like dedicate time to to playing them and mm-hmm. so i was happy to go back and find that i was like really motivated to play them especially twilight princess like i enjoyed twilight mm-hmm. um playing it a second time my expectations were completely met with wind waker mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i liked it before and mm-hmm. i liked it the second time <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I think probably the biggest surprise for me was how much I enjoyed Phantom Hourglass this time because I remember being kind of mm-hmm. bored with it the first time I played, but it was mm-hmm. just a lot of just a really fun game to play. Um, yeah. Stupid bud, I hate you. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, uh, I was also Link's Awakening. Also, like I played it once on the like Game Boy Color way back when, and I didn't get very far. Like I couldn't figure it out very much, and it didn't want to be in like one of my favorite ones this time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would assume if you played it as a kid, it would be a little hard to figure mm-hmm. out what to do. Yeah. It's hard to figure out where to go, how to walk around obstacles. Yeah. And stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's like why am I getting killed by Mario enemies? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, and then. Uh, it's kind of a general surprise that like keeps surprising me is just how good Ocarina of Time still is. Like just how yeah. much it holds up. Like it's it's janky, but it, like it's still a really good game. Like, mm-hmm. I think I enjoyed it more this time than the first time I played it. Like, which I don't know, maybe ten years ago. I don't know. Whenever mm-hmm. it came out on the 3DS, it's the first time I really played it. But uh, like I, I feel like I got more into it this time. But it just just really holds up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I really feel like playing these games with the mindset of being like, we're going to have to talk about them, push me to play through them, like, to a certain extent sometimes, like, not like Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time was a game that, out of all the games that we played, it was one of the ones where I most, like, was like, I need to play Ocarina of Time. Like, I gotta go, <laughs> I would, like, wake up, like, an hour before work an extra hour mm. early, like, play Ocarina of Time before <laughs> work, and then I would, like, play at night, and then I would play for, like, hours on the weekend, and, like, it was one of the games that I most look forward to playing, and I don't really know why that is. It was very interesting. Because, mm. I mean, like, if you look at it on the whole, like, yeah, it's a really great game and everything, but, like, it's just as good as Twilight Princess, or it's just as good as, like, Majora's Mask, like, but it mm. was one of the ones that I was, like, really, really excited every time. I didn't feel, like, um, I didn't get like bored of it or like frustrated very often. Like you know, I don't know. Some other yeah, games there's something special. Is hard, right? Yeah, you know, there's something special about it. Like it's not my, yeah, it's not one of my like top five even, but it's like there's something special about it that it's just, like unique yeah. to Ocarina of Time. It's also I started playing it again. We were just talking. I don't know if I've kept mm-hmm. anything in, but I was like I just started replaying it because I was like I really to play Ocarina of Time again. Like mm-hmm. out of all the games, all of these games, I was like, I think it's time for Ocarina of Time. <laughs> like I don't know, mm-hmm. there's just something about it, you know. And still, it is still like a really. Some of the games are like you know we we're playing like the 2D ones, and it's like your aiming is a little off with the the D the D pad, and like it's a little bit frustrating when you miss a sprite and stuff like that. There's nothing frustrating about playing Ocarina of Time. Like, it has really, I mean, not, maybe not nothing, but there's, it has really good gameplay for a game that's from, like, the night, like, that's, like, one of the earliest games for that console, you know, that has, like, the first targeting, right? Like, it has, and, like, contextual actions and stuff. It's just a very well thought through game that's still easy to play, even, you know, alongside modern games, I guess. There's something about mm-hmm. it that makes it fun to play also. Like it's weird and there's glitches and stuff, but mm-hmm. or like the power you <laughs> the power cord falls out of the <laughs> Jabba Jabba <laughs> devours your save. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh like yeah, there's something about it that's like nostalgic but also easy still. Like it's not and we didn't have to like set up a bunch of ROMs or like you know, I don't know. Like mm-hmm. you just put the cartridge in and it still works and it's from like the nineties. 
mm-hmm. almost 30 year old game you know so did you have other surprises i feel like i was in the middle of talking about ocarina of time you said something about ocarina of time when i started talking no that's pretty much it those mm. three I, I was considering a similar question but like biggest plot twist or like mm-hmm. like story surprise rather than like just experience surprise like one that one that i knew <laughs> one that i called i was really proud of myself for calling that ganon turn into a dragon in uh, mm-hmm. uh, tears of kingdom mm-hmm. <laughs> we're all like someone's gonna swallow some and i was like pretty sure yeah. ganon it's ganon it's gonna be ganon right like mm-hmm. <laughs> it has to be, right right yeah. <laughs> for power turns out zelda did too yeah yeah, I was actually fairly surprised by both of those, so I'll give mm-hmm. that to them. Um, Zelda, because it's like, as soon as like they start talking about, like, oh, it's forbidden to do that, you turn into a dragon, it's like, obviously someone's going to turn into a dragon, but I feel like yeah. I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be, like, Minoru or something. Yeah. Um, when, she, when they're first talking about it, and so, like, I was surprised by it being Zelda. And then, like, I was surprised by Ganon, mostly because, like, I never didn't see any, like, fan art or anything of <laughs> Dragon Ganon mm-hmm. anywhere. Yeah. Like, was, yeah, like I'm like, wow, really? No one's no one's drawn this. Um, they probably did. It just didn't come across my so much Zelda. My, uh, my internet yeah. browsing, but I was surprised that I hadn't seen any of that. So yeah, there's a so lot of Zelda dragon fan art. You know, so mad. Mm. <laughs> or um, when we were talking about Breath of the Wild, I was up on one of my Zelda sites, and they have like like these pictures on the side, just like oh, recently added galleries or something. And there was the dragon. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then my eye glanced and said this is under ganon i was like wait what <laughs> so i kind of knew that was coming but um i was i was pretty close to to done i think by that time anyway but yeah i guess yeah. i was also pretty sure that the fake zelda was a fake zelda mm. at first it's like normal stuff but then you're like zelda would never do that you know yeah. like really early on and all the characters are like it's so weird isn't it and i'm like yeah yeah okay yeah i, I get it like she's obviously not it's not zelda Right. Yeah. As soon as their like creepy voice was doing the like blood moon speech, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I see. I like that she goes yeah. away when you when you once you mm-hmm. uh, have that fight with Ganon. Yeah. I wasn't expecting him to pop into uh, like five Phantom Ganons. Mm-hmm, that was yeah. upsetting. I was like, gonna die. I think the die. um. <laughs> I think the um the descent into old Hyrule and Wind Waker is a pretty surprising moment. That's true. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I didn't realize that at the time because I never really played any of the other games. I didn't know anything mm-hmm. about lore like the first time I played it. But yeah, it is really interesting. Like, oh, yeah, it's one of animals underwater, wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's one of those. It hits even if you don't know all the lore. Like, I can remember mm-hmm. like being kind of taken aback by that moment the first time I played it. Even though it was the first time I played a first Zelda game I played. Mm-hmm. I think some like not plot twists but like upsetting plot things that happened i guess they're kind of twists but it's like the mm-hmm. um all the stages from ocarina of time disappearing mm-hmm. or maybe it was the ones from link to the past is it link to the past where they're just gone forever <laughs> and they're just like they're dead now <laughs> mm-hmm. i can't remember which one where they come back but yeah in ocarina of time they don't come back right and so yeah they like, seem to be like stuck in spirit form or whatever yeah you see it because you see like uh the king zora and uh nito whatever his name is like looking like upset at the end (laughs) right right so 
yeah, I think mm -hmm. um, the sages kind of, the way the sages, and it's like not really, it's not said directly in the game that they're mm -hmm. trapped forever, but like when you see them at the end and they're still like ghosty or whatever, it's like, oh, that's not mm -hmm. ideal. Yeah. yeah. And I remember in later games being very like, oh no, that person's a sage, they're going to be gone forever. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I think it was a later game where they all came back and I was like, phew. Great. <laughs> yeah, I know, like, Medley and like Makar are fine, which is yeah. good, yeah. yeah <laughs> um, just like, I'm going to stay here, I'm going to stay here at the shrine, into the shrine, and you're like, oh, okay, that's fine. Mm -hmm. As long yeah, as you don't they seem to be role. fine in Tears of the Kingdom, too, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, in Tears of the Kingdom, well, all the the current ancestors. Yeah, the, the sages, not the, sages. the like, champions. Yeah, the champions yeah, yeah. are all very dead. The champions are dead, that's also sad. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that that's like a twist, though. Like that's established. No, that's getting yeah. so bad. This <laughs> <laughs> is a sad game. Yeah, mm -hmm. I guess I guess a kind of a twist story in Breath of the Wild is like Zelda doesn't get her power until right at the end. Mm -hmm. Like it's revealed in a in a flashback, but it's like the last must be like the last ones or whatever, right? Um, mm -hmm. Because normally it's like kind of straightforward, like you get your all your powers and then you free her or whatever, and then she gives you the bow of light and then you do what or you know, something like that, or she's there in the final fight and helps you. But that's one of the ones where it's like you find out it's revealed like right at the end that she wasn't able to uh like gather her power until basically you're already dead. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that's kind of a like I don't, I don't think I had expectations, but it was kind of a unexpected outcome. And they're like Zelda's holding everything back at the castle, but it's not really explained how until that point. I guess I don't know. Mm. Mm -hmm. I think I already knew. I already knew that Zelda was chic, and I already knew about going back in time in Ocarina mm -hmm. of Time. Mm -hmm. But I feel like this would have like blown my mind. Actually, one thing we talked about mm. when Ben was there, he said that um, you know, as a kid, it's like you do all the three dungeons, and you're like, well, I guess the game's over now. But then yeah. it's like extra game that's the way that i felt with wind waker which is also not mm -hmm. meant to be but i was like you get all the pearls and it's like wait there's more <laughs> you have like yeah. so many other things that you have to do mm -hmm. so yeah um i think that was kind of if i had played ocarina of time before i think i would have known that but the first like my first experience with the zelda game like that where there's like you do something and then you do something else it's like i wasn't expecting mm -hmm. that like the second yeah you know, major part of the game right mm -hmm. So that's cool. Yeah. I remember um like I knew about the time travel in Ocarina of Time, but I was still kind of taken aback by the state of uh yeah. Castle Town the first time. Mm -hmm. and, like, mm -hmm. Especially with all the redeads. I remember the first time mm -hmm. when I made it back to Kakariko Village and you see that most of the townspeople are actually there. I was like, Oh thank God. <laughs> like I thought you were all zombies. <laughs> first it's like so you go out of the thing and then you can see like the volcano in the background, like the mm -hmm. death mm -hmm. in the background. And it's like, what the fuck? And then you go transition to the town square. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, it is mm -hmm. so... I was like, wow, this is messed up. Yeah, I also yeah. Uh, was really surprised by that. Mm -hmm. uh, like, it's when the game becomes hardcore, really. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, this is a serious game now. We're not just a, not just a kid with a little slingshot anymore. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's funny. I'm trying to remember if anything surprised me in, like, Twilight Princess. Like, not really... Like Xantis positioned as the main, you know, enemy, but then it turns out that yeah. Ganon was trying to he was trying to gain power by, you know, currying favor with, with Ganon or whatever, mm -hmm. right? And so he kind of 
I don't know. It's like, whatever. I think in terms of like, I didn't expect them to go back in time in Skyward Sword, but then I was like, well, that makes sense. This is Zelda game. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's revealed that the woman is Impa, and I was like, oh, that must be Impa. <laughs> like, yeah, halfway yeah. through the game. Mm-hmm. Like, that's probably mm-hmm. Impa. And then it's revealed that it's her, and I was like, oh, okay, I see. I was right. I was super surprised by that. Oh, I was surprised by the whale in the <laughs> in Skyward Sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why one would be surprised if it, one had played other Zelda games, but you know. <laughs> Love a giant whale in a Zelda mm-hmm. game, especially if it's in the air. <laughs> I like that the uh, whatever special thing you have to get, like the Triforce or whatever, is just like in Skyloft the whole time. It's like, great! Mm-hmm. Great! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the most surprising thing about Sky Resort is the beetle has this little floating shop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I think Majora's Mask, in terms of surprises, also just like creep. It's so creepy. Mm-hmm. It's like surprisingly, mm-hmm. you come up, Ocarina of Time has some like you know scary things or darker things like the zombies and stuff we were talking about, but like it's nothing compared to Ocarina or nothing compared to Majora's Mask. That was generally speaking, the whole thing was surprising. Like, yeah, it's like, like it. it's like I wouldn't think of like anything as a particular plot twist, but it's like there's lots of moments in the game where you're like, oh, okay, oh, we're going oh, there. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, they just they just think I'm. Oh, okay. Well, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> you you just think that I'm your friend who's dead. Oh, okay. I got okay. I guess mm-hmm. I guess this is fine. <laughs> yeah. It's mm-hmm. a lot of like it's not like a twist, but you're like I I guess it's fine. <laughs> like the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> You you died right in front of me, and yep, that's your gravestone I just mm-hmm. built. <laughs> <laughs> like, and your face I just took. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Awkward. Um. Okay. Any? <laughs> this is the final, the finale. Do you have any final, final <laughs> thoughts about all of Zelda? Any Zelda? Everything? All the time? Zelda is good. <laughs> <laughs> I had fun. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Even playing Majora's Mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was fun. I made me play games I always wanted to play and never got around to and mm-hmm. revisit games I always enjoy revisiting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And talking to you look- guys about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's always fun to talk <laughs> talk about things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fun to play a lot of games. I mean, we very efficiently played all these games, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 20 you know to whatever 20 years worth of games in like two years yeah, yeah I'm, I'm proud of us for this one <laughs> yeah i feel like we accomplished something mm-hmm. yeah, i mean probably like half or better of these i'd never played or played significantly before so yeah i hadn't played most of them mm-hmm. significantly yeah. for sure i had you know touched mm-hmm. a handful but yeah i hadn't played most of them and I knew that I loved, like, you know, the ones that I had played a lot of, I really enjoyed. So it was exciting to kind of go back and experience all of them. Yeah. Now we know all the lore. All yeah. the lore. Now where are the Zelda timeline experts? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there is no timeline. It doesn't matter. It's <laughs> my expert opinion. <laughs> <laughs> opinion is Nintendo doesn't care and neither should you. <laughs> Just, just let the lore wash over you. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Start fresh. Yeah, just, just swim in a sea of lore. Just 
pick out what you want. Toss the rest nice. back. <laughs> right. It was nice to compare. It was nice to have played all of them to like compare the games all the way through. But also it's like they're they're fresh every time. Like you can kind of start with like a fresh, like a clean slate. I see it as more like I start every game, you know, like with a fresh outlook. And then when something happens, I'm like, oh, that's funny. That's a reference to blah, blah, blah. Like, that's like that's mm-hmm. more my stance. I'm not like, how does this fit in? I'm not like worried about it the whole time, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm just yeah. like, oh, it's cool. like, I mean, even the, even the couple of games that are direct sequels to other games, like, are pretty standalone. Like, yeah. Majora's Mask. You don't have to play it yeah. when you have time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just adds to his world weariness if you have. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just makes it sadder. Yeah, right. <laughs> Playing, with, playing Ocarina of Time is kind of sad when all the all the forest, uh, all the Kokiri are like, you suck, Link. And they're like, see, you never, Link. And then Aria, you know. Yeah, I feel like Ocarina of Time is like secretly bleak. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. plays it all out. Like, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Gotham, do you have any final, final thoughts? Um, I have a mixed relationship with how I played them. Like, there were some games that I feel like I played them to get through them as quickly as I could so I'd finish them in time. And I feel like I like I feel like that definitely had um a negative impact on my experience, but I also with my current record of going back to old games probably would not have played them without that excuse. So like I'm glad I played them. I would have liked to play them in a different sort of setting, but that probably wouldn't have happened anyway. So I don't know. But, um, I mean, yeah, I enjoyed all of them, um, you know, just maybe not all the way through. I'm glad we did it. It was fun. I can finally say that I've played every Zelda game in existence. You never played the Zelda no games? No exceptions. <laughs> no exceptions. <laughs> like all the mainline standard releases. Yeah, <laughs> that you can still play relatively easily. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It was I mean the the timeline was tight. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like there's a different like feeling when you go back to play a game you played before. Like I'm playing Ocarina of Time. So of course it's like there's some things that I remember, but a lot of things I don't. But then Mm -hmm. also like I'm like, oh, this thing's gonna happen. There's like anticipation of the things that are exciting also somehow that layers in. Like I don't know how playing Mm -hmm. the same video games over and over again like doesn't get boring. Like, maybe mm-hmm. it would eventually, but, like, I guess it's been long enough that there's some even, like... Well, that's, like, how I always feel about Full Monogamous, where it's, like, I'm at the beginning. I'm, like, I can't wait for this stuff at the end. And then when I'm at the yeah. end, I'm, like, oh, I missed that stuff at the beginning. I should reread it. Like, <laughs> like I should really play this game again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I don't know. So, Ocarina of Time. But, yeah, I don't think I would play all of them again. I'm not sure. I think it probably not. Yeah, that's uh, funny. I never really thought about it, but people talk about like replayability of video games, but it's like nobody talks about like rereadability or watchability of movies. It's like you just watch <laughs> them again or read them again. It's not like they need to surprise you or you need to have multiple endings mm-hmm. or something, right? <laughs> I mean, there are definitely things though that you like now that you know, you can like watch and be like, oh, that was totally foreshadowed and like, right? You know, so that's definitely a thing that people talk about, just maybe not in those same terms. Right. Yeah, I think it's just more people talk about it as like a, like an aspect of analysis rather than like it's not worth playing again or watching again. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. people do with video games. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like there's some, I mean, maybe, 
Well, it's more like, I feel like it's like the, first of all, the expectation for movies is different, right? Like you expect to just mm -hmm. sit and consume. And so mm -hmm. I think yeah. people expect like a challenge from a video game, like some level of, of challenge. And mm -hmm. if it's like, you've already solved the puzzle one time, like maybe there's a belief that it'll, you won't be able to, or like, it won't be as fun the second mm -hmm. time because you already know, but like, there's there's got to be a time limit where all that runs out. Like there was stuff that I remembered about Wind Waker, but there was a lot of stuff I didn't remember about Wind Waker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was like the game that I had the most familiarity with. Even Breath of the Wild. Like when we started restarted Breath of the Wild, there was like a lot of things that I kind of needed to like figure out again. Like yeah, I don't know. And it hadn't even been that long. Mm -hmm. Probably been like a year or two, right? Since we played mm -hmm. that game. With, I'd finished playing that game. Like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah sometimes when people are talking about like replayability i'm like oh you're assuming i have a much better memory than i do yeah <laughs> or you're assuming that i'm gonna literally start it right after i finish it which yeah. is like no mm -hmm. like this game is like uh like i also didn't own like an n64 copy of ocarina of time i like bought one later it's gonna be in, in my house until it stops working like i can play mm -hmm. it indefinitely for the rest of my life right mm -hmm. like, yeah there's a so there'll be a time there's kind of an expiration period of not the knowledge of the game you know it's different than like something like a strategy game where it's like the the play or like you know a game where you play with other people where like the play changes every time but like you don't remember you don't remember every single thing about every game right i don't know yeah or you try to because you're speed running right mm -hmm. you know literally yeah, which we should play dominion again no we could mm -hmm. <laughs> Anyway, other Zelda thing, anything left to say? No, I feel like we've said so many things, just so many hours. Yeah, we said we said yeah. all the things about all the Zeldas. <laughs> that sounds about right. Well, I had a good time. Mm -hmm. I'm glad we did this. Yeah, me too. Anyway, thank y'all, audience. Thank you too for mm -hmm. playing so many video games and preparing. Thank y'all for, <laughs> for listening, and we'll see you around. I don't know if we're going to do something else. We don't have anything planned. Not yet. Or spontaneous like that. Yeah. <laughs> Just wild and crazy. Like wild and crazy with our pot side hustle. Or side, not hustle, because we're not making money. Um, yeah. podcast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a very uh, unsuccessful side, side hustle. hustle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not like that unsuccessful. It's just not that successful either. <laughs> monetarily. <laughs> not monetarily. It's successful in that I play a lot of video games. I had fun. Mm -hmm. Is that success? <laughs> it's not a I know how to define a hustle, though, for sure. No. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you around. All right. If I never say bye, the podcast never ends, right? That's how that works. We'll be here forever. I just cut it off. I mean, yeah. No. <laughs> it just keeps recording. It keeps recording. You just edit me saying bye. I could. Yeah, we'll cut it out of one of the previous episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> splice together all my buys from the different bye, episodes. Bye, bye. It's like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little clip from everybody. Just like merge them all into like one horrible sound file. <laughs> feed them into like an AI and then make a buy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <The> ultimate buy. <laughs> oh. Say goodbye so that I can stop the recording. I mean, bye. <laughs>
some emotional support beverages, a fizzy drink, and what like a <laughs> old glass of water that I forgot I had up here, and a new glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't call them emotional support beverages? <laughs> <laughs> Is it just me? I have a canned Long Island iced tea. Does that count? <laughs> I think that definitely classifies as an emotional support <laughs> beverage. I had like four cups of coffee today, which is like not good. Oh goodness. Not, like, I mean, it was great. I like trying all the like canned cocktails that they sell at the grocery store. So, this is the latest one. It makes, <laughs> and it makes my fingertips feel better. So. <laughs> it makes my fingertips feel better. Oh. Does it just make them numb eventually if you drink enough? Yeah. <laughs> no, the cold can feels nice on my fingertips. Yeah, I understand. Mm. Although, yeah, I guess if I drank enough, it would also, it would also feel better <laughs> in a different way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it might feel better until it feels worse. Also. Yeah. Might make my playing better. <laughs> you'll feel more confident yeah. it, won't, it won't change how you sound but you'll feel more confident <laughs> I'll feel better about it <laughs> so you got a red guitar can you elaborate on what type of guitar it is like what brand it's an acoustic it's just a it's like a cheapo oh one. it's acoustic yeah ah, okay fun fun mm-hmm. that's fun it was, yeah it's just from a like cheapo starter kit but it had decent reviews mm-hmm. for being so cheap so yeah you can get I mean they're it's also it's like pretty. they're, they're um, good ones that are cheap yeah yeah, you should send us a photo. Just a picture of it. I'm here to celebrate our, your your new hobby that we share. Mm-hmm. I'm here to interrogate you about the new hobby that we share. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about adding a topic that was like your favorite tangent. Your your sound your <laughs> text tone just reminded me about that because we had so many tangents about Pokemon mm-hmm. <laughs> that made me happy. If anybody has a favorite tangent. <laughs> feel free to share but i was like oh maybe they won't remember i don't know i listen to the episodes a lot because i'm there and then i edit them and then i was re-listening to them to add timestamps also so oh yeah yeah i don't remember a specific one but i just remember we talked about almost every episode we talked about pokemon so really it's a legend zelda and a pokemon podcast Mm -hmm. it's like in my heart i'm always talking about pokemon (laughs) somewhere somewhere kayla's talking about pokemon It's like someone, like, you sneeze, and it's like, oh, okay, let's talk about Pokemon again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we drunk history of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, listen, double types have always been a thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, what is it? You're like, let me tell you about all the glitches in, in Gen 1. <laughs> <laughs> like, moves that don't do any damage, and, like, whatever. Yeah. Don't, don't do their actual stats. Stats don't get like affected. Focus energy is supposed to increase your critical hit ratio, but it actually makes it go down. Wild. <laughs> spooky. <laughs> it's a warning story for spooky season. <laughs> I think it's a story of hope about, you know, you can be real crappy at programming and still make it the most successful game in the world. <laughs> if you just keep working for like 10 more years, you could also be make the next great Pokemon. Mm-hmm, you just mm-hmm. have to have a really good idea and a lot of time. And then they'll be like in the first edition of this game when it when you lost, it said you won. Trade <laughs> 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 like, all the way through the game. <laughs> I was a beta tester for a Cosmos game. <laughs> and I always won. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, maybe, so t- huh? maybe it's a huh? metaphor. It's like the only way to lose is to give up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what he's going for. It's like a real, <laughs> it's like a real philosophical like story game, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you guys get me. That's why we're friends. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll we'll call yeah, ourselves that. Definitely. That's definitely why we're quote unquote friends. <laughs> Friday Night Lights and whatnot. <laughs> I thought about watching that show once and I saw it was like eight seasons. I was like, never mind. No. No. <laughs> I just wanted to make a joke about Friday Night Lights. I've never actually seen yeah. it. Isn't it just like teen drama? Is is there even football? Yeah, I think it was like know. higher quality than usual teen drama. Just like why people were talking mm. about it, and I was like, I was like, that sounds mildly interesting. Maybe I'll watch it, but it was already like eight seasons. I was like, never mind. Um, mm. I like teen drama if there's a supernatural element, which is why yeah, I was gonna say, I was like, I need like vampires and shit to make me watch for right. eight, seven yeah. seasons of, of teen mm. drama. I watched enough Gossip Girl, like enough via my walking in on my roommate watching Gossip Girl that mm. I like can make jokes about it, but like not enough that I know anything that happened. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was enough for me. Because when she was watching Gossip Girl, I was watching Sex and the City, and I was like, "I need, I want to, I'm a, I'm a young woman in the city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this like, is appropriate. It. Like I watch adult drama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, now I'm 18. I can watch this shows. My parents don't let me watch. They would like be like, you need to leave. We're watching Sex and the City when I was in high school, and I was like, well, screw you, mom and dad. Now I'm gonna watch Sex and the City, <laughs> <laughs> and I can buy it for like in the five dollars yeah, in the pharmacy, <laughs> huh?" <laughs> I also don't really remember anything that happened in Sex and the City, to be fair. Just, like, a couple of random episodes that it all just blurs together, you know? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, another... There's a lot of garbage TV. What can I say? <laughs> there is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it was fun at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like my tolerance for garbage TV has gone down now that you have to, like, actively choose to watch it. Like, yeah. Pretty much. And just yeah. being like, oh, it's on, I guess I'll watch it. <laughs> It's like if I'm gonna like scroll through and click play on Netflix, it needs to be higher quality than that. Yeah. <laughs> or or garbage in a very specific way. <laughs> yeah. Right, which is why I was watching teen spooky drama because I thought it would be garbage in the right way. Mm-hmm. But I got kind of bored. And then I also mm-hmm. I recently was watching like a psychological drama on Netflix. It's called nineteen or eighteen ninety nine. Um cool. oh, yeah. have you watched it? I watched the first, I'm going to say seven or eight episodes, and I got to partway through one of them, and I was just like, I don't, I'm, I'm kind of losing steam in my, my intrigue, hmm. and I haven't finished watching it yet, but it was interesting for like the first couple. Titanic-y kind of thing. <laughs> the story is, yeah, so it takes place in the late 1800s, I think it is 1899 in the story, um, and <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. I was like, I, well, I just can't remember if that's the title. Am I remembering a random number? I'm pretty sure it's 1899. It's the late 1800s, and it takes place on a steamship. And what happened is, in the before the story takes place, there was another steamship by the same company that was lost. And a lot of the characters on the current steamship received these like mysterious letters, um, from like passengers or like about the the ship that was lost, mm. and. The, you know like it's kind of a it's really more of like a character drama where kind of each episode kind of focuses on like one of the main characters sort of like backstories and relationships and stuff and like how they ended up on this steamship and then there's like a lot of drama tension and drama and there's like you know class drama it's kind of interesting watching it too because a lot of the characters don't speak the same language so a lot of their dialogue is in different languages which is cool there's like because, you know, it's like a big ship that was leaving Europe for America. So there's like people who speak English and then there's a couple 
like a substantial amount of characters who speak German because the company's from Germany. And then there's like some, like kind of a couple random passengers from like other parts of the world. So it's kind of an interesting, I don't know, it's an interesting series to watch, but I just kind of, I just lost interest in the, the plot. Yeah. <laughs> Toward the, I haven't watched <laughs> it. I'll finish watching it someday, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or we'll um, go and I'll never think about it ever again. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a lot of shows that I, like start watching and I'll watch like the first several episodes in a row and then like, I just never get the energy up to like press play again. <laughs> it's like I'm not like uninterested in it, but I'll be like, like sit down with dinner to watch something, and I'm like, I don't want to dedicate myself to an hour of TV. I'll just watch a 20 minute YouTube what, video instead. Right, that's what 20 minute YouTube videos are for. Yeah, I was watching it. The reason was like I saw it on Netflix, and I was like, oh, that's probably interesting. I'll put it in my list. And then I got COVID, so I was watching it when I had COVID mostly, and uh. that's why. Because I was just all I could do was lay there for like three days, and I was like, this is a good yeah. time to watch this like long drawn out drama mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that all made sense and then now that i have like walking around <laughs> like ambulatory it's not so mm-hmm. worth it mm-hmm. and i have to go back to end up at my day job you know i can't just watch 1899 all day <laughs> to, yeah. like mm-hmm. contemplate the mysteries of life <laughs> mm-hmm. i think the show that i was like- watching was midnight club <laughs> which is the teen spooky drama mm. Like a grown-up uh, version of the, um, <laughs> what do you call it? Oh, what was that show? Um, Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, it was, oh, it, okay. it was like it Midnight Society or whatever. Like <laughs> well, is that what they, they called themselves when they told the stories? Something like that. Yeah, I think they did. I yeah. think they did. <laughs> yeah, the Midnight Club is like the premise is it's like all these. It's like a. It takes place at a teen hospice facility as in hospice facility, like, all of them have, like, cancer, and they're all dying (laughs) slowly, I guess. Um, And they all have a little club that meets, and they tell scary stories, but then it's also about, like, the drama between them, and they're, um, you know, dealing with death and whatnot. Um, But yeah, it's just kind of, I also got a little, the plot kind of veers around a lot. There's, like, a lot of things going on. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like the teen drama version of uh, Archive 81. And also they have cancer is how I would describe it. <laughs> if I had the words. <laughs> the, the hospice is in like an old house and the old house used to have a cult that lived in it and stuff. But yeah, of course it did. This is what I'm saying. This is why I was like, I'm kind of bored of this. I got a little like, of course I don't did. know, maybe I'll finish it. <laughs> and then I switched back to watch it. I watched the first episode of Wednesday again because I thought Wednesday uh, was really yeah. funny. Yeah. And I was like, spooky and funny. I like that. So, so I watched the one or two episodes of Wednesday. Um, probably I started recently watching um, Hulu has a new series of Goosebumps. Goosebumps. It's been okay. I'm not my favorite nice. favorite, but it's good. Um, it, I guess it's like... I don't know. They, they It started off as if like the events of one of the, the books took place... And then, like, 30 years later, like, the same town or whatever is dealing with the aftermath. And then all the other books are now coming into play in, like, in the same area. Because I know they were different stories of different people in different places, but they're now, like, oh, no, I guess they're they're all here or something. I don't know. It's 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 neat. It's interesting. Um, it's like the Avengers of um, Goosebumps. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but, but each episode is based off of one of the books, but it follows the same people and the same through plot, but like 
you know, one of them ends up getting, you know, the, the mask, the, the, the cursed mask and, you know, mm. all that. So, um, you know, uh, we're only two episodes in, so I don't know much more than that. But like each of the episodes is titled after one of the Goosebumps books and yeah. I only read the Choose Your Own Adventure Goosebumps. Because I was too scared to read Goosebumps, but oh, I really like Choose Your Own Adventure books, so I was willing to <laughs> to mm, deal with I them know. for that. <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about, Zelda? <laughs> Not yet. We had, our, we, had our tangent, we had our tangent early, because I wanted to talk about all my stories. <laughs> my spooky stories. Um, <laughs> We wouldn't have the Switch vision now the Wii U. So, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Like, I don't think they would have just gone straight from Wii to Switch. Yeah, the Switch is a direct evolution of the Wii U. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. So much. <laughs> like, the Switch is what they wanted to make when they made the Wii U. They just didn't yeah. have right. the tech yet. Yep. The technology. Which is, like, that seems like so much of Nintendo saying, like, this is what we want to do. We can't do it yet, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we have a great idea. And I love that about them. Yeah, so they made like a freaking 3D. Didn't it wasn't the virtual game, boy like, like 3D the, like, in the 90s yeah. or something? Like, and then they made like, an internet connected, ambitious mm-hmm. internet connected N64 in like 1998. Well, like, no, the it was the because for Link to the Past, wasn't it? Then they have like the mm-hmm. the Link to the Past stuff that was internet based. Yeah. So that would be the SNES, right? Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was the SNES mm-hmm. itself or like a some kind of other system but like yeah they had those like uh those, like special versions that they broadcast over really i don't even remember that do you remember what those were called the 60 and 64 like, remember. Whatever. yeah it's like i don't even know if it's was it internet or was it like cable it was like For the satellaview attached yeah. to the nintendo so there was the snes yeah yeah, so that was for the SNES. A modem, a modem peripheral for the SNES. Or for the Super Famicom, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they sold it. Oh, but that was 19... 19- yeah, 1995. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when was I... the N64? Uh, 98 or something like that. Yeah, so it was, it was just yeah, it was before like... the uh, 64. Yeah. had one whole... Yeah, satellite broadcasts. <laughs> wow, mm-hmm. satellite... It's like you had to like tune in at a certain time and you could How expensive play the, was this? the game they were sending out. It had 512 kilobytes of RAM. 512 kilobytes of RAM. Not megabytes. Mm-hmm. Kilobytes. Mm-hmm. It says the successor was the 64DD, which is what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Podcast. Uh, and now it's still a view. Oh, oh, it was only 140,000 or 14,000 yen. So it was like $150. That's equivalent to three hundred dollars in twenty twenty two. It's not that bad. I I would have expected it to be more. Wow. Well, but does that exactly. adjust for the like difference? Yeah, equivalent the... equivalent to three hundred dollars in twenty twenty two in Wikipedia at least. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, three hundred dollars, which is not as of last year. So that's not. Uh... Oh, it's never released outside Japan. Total of 114 games were released for Stella View. Nintendo's popular franchise has included Kirby, F Zero, Fire Emblem, Legend of Zelda, and Super Mario Brothers. 
what does the broadcast mean? Like, what does it do? How does it work? So you have to like have your thing on and then you get, do you download part of it as you play? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah, like that. Like, like the Zelda ones, at least they were like broadcast, like at, like a certain time, like several days. And like, you had to like tune in at that time and then you could play like part of it. And they would have like live, like things like the announcer would be like, Oh, this is happening in the game or whatever. And... Oh, the game. Okay. The game so a clock, an on-screen clock displaying quote-unquote Zelda time can be seen at all times because the game because the game is played in real time and the time can't be paused even if the game is paused. Mm-hmm. And at various points, preset things occur. Wow. This is so interesting. It's very interesting. Anyway. I guess we couldn't have played those then. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Aside from the fact that we're all like four. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and not in Japan. <laughs> no. I haven't uh I haven't made any progress playing uh accordion. It's the only instrument I've ever oh. that made me sweat just picking it up. But <laughs> it was fun playing it for a little bit. I I, I learned I did learn what the keys are on the side, the ones that aren't the piano ones yeah like the mm-hmm. other keys and it's actually really cool from music theory oh, perspective neat. speaking of music theory because basically like it's arranged by note somehow well it's arranged by note and it's arranged by note in like common chord progressions so like kayla said you were learning d and a so it's like it'll be like mm-hmm. d and then a or like d instead of being like a b c d it's like more arranged in like common chord progressions and then it plays like major and then the next key is minor, and then the next key is like uh, seventh, and then augmented or something. So it just is a chord generator, and then mm-hmm. they're arranged cool. in a way that's really common for chord progressions. It's so smart. All yeah. instruments should be arranged like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like made for playing songs. It's a brilliant. It's a brilliant instrument. Instruments <laughs> <laughs> <It's a new laughs> like they weren't made to play songs, and you're like, why is it like? Oh, this? I think. I think a lot of instruments were made in like the Middle Ages where they were just like, yeah, put yeah. some strings on a board. It's a great idea. And they just kind of like evolved to make them more like ergonomic over time. But mm-hmm. I don't think accordions were, accordions are like more modern. Yeah. So it was like invented after modern like music theory was a thing. And also, yeah, most of them were invented before like real music theory yeah. was a thing, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, it's pretty cool. That's my side rant about accordion, but it's still fucking heavy. It doesn't that doesn't change yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, whoa, whoa, this is blowing my mind. <laughs> Does it even anyway. have like a strap or anything, or do you just gotta hold it? Hold it has straps. It has okay. straps. It has like chest straps. I think like the smaller ones have like hand straps. You know like the round ones? Yeah. You you probably would know what I'm talking about, where it's like hand sized. Um, mm-hmm. but this one has chest strap or like it, they go, they go like a, like you're wearing your backpack on the front. That's what they're like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. So it does have straps. It's still heavy as shit though. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't change anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just heavy on your chest instead of in your hands. <laughs> it's heavy on the back and like shoulders because it kind mm-hmm. of like is pulling me forward. This one is at least, and I'm sure there's, and there's like different size ones too. This one is massive. I don't, mm-hmm. you know. Pick it, I inherited it. I'm sure you can get like a smaller one that's easier to use or whatever, but anyway. Yeah, it does have it does have uh back straps, arm straps, I guess you could say. You you are meant to hold it. Huh? Don't have to mess with it the next time I visit you. 
yeah. you can you can sure try it out for the novelty <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah it's fun it does make loud noises mm -hmm. pretty good i'm surprised it's still kind of in tune it sounds pretty good to me mm -hmm. <laughs> so, i don't know i don't even know how you <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It requires opening it up. It's not like just like a piano where they just like tune all the strings. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. There's mechanics and shit inside. I, it's way too complicated. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. You're asking the wrong person. I barely know how it works. <laughs> I don't even qualify as. Is it like a wind instrument? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. Let me see what the internet says. Is it percussion? Is it a string? It doesn't have strings. I'm thinking like a piano. It uses a reed, so that makes it a woodwind. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Reed organ. Uh, free history of free read aerophone. Wow, there's a whole okay. This uh, aerophone. That sounds like so much. Stradella. Stradella base system is what I'm talking about. You can see a diagram. Um, if you click on, if you're looking at Wikipedia, there's a link on in the right hand side that shows you what the keys are. It's pretty sick. Yeah, so it's like major, it's the root chord, um, and then major chord minor, dominant seventh, diminished seventh. Cool. Which is pretty sick. A lot of buttons. It's a lot of <laughs> buttons, and like only one of them, at least on, you can see, I think you can see it here. Usually only one of them has like a special, uh, like a special like divot like the c the the c chord the c root one it has like a the button itself is shaped differently and then all the other ones are shaped the same so you just have to memorize the rest yeah. also you can't you can't see it while you're playing it because mm -hmm. it's below your chin so you have to memorize <laughs> for everything and like i guess that's pretty mm -hmm. normal for i mean like you don't when you're learning guitar you look at it all the time but like you, mm -hmm. you could play it without looking at it all the time once you memorize it. So I guess it's pretty normal. It's just like feels very, very difficult. When I was like trying to set it up, I had to use a webcam. <laughs> I could turn on my yeah. <laughs> my camera so that I can be like, okay, I would reach down here and reach over here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So next topic, enemies and bosses. Huh. <clears throat> trying to keep it on track, except we're not. It'll never be on track. I don't know why I bothered. Um, <laughs> That's only like one degree of... Uh... You know, <laughs> I talked about accordion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, walking away from this from the topic, I think. Mm -hmm. I only one degree really... of uh, only one degree of separation between cast and accordion. Yeah. And accordion. I just thought it was really interesting. I was like, this is the smartest instrument I've ever seen. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, in terms to play of theme on it. Oh God, it's so hard to learn. <laughs> I did. I tried to learn um, the Song of Storms, which is also oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I figured that would be much simpler, which is simpler yeah. than cause a song. Yes. Yeah. It's still, I mean, it's hard, relatively speaking. Yeah, also, another thing that's song, a, so. it's only like, yeah, a handful of notes. Um, I also don't play piano. Like, I never learned how to play piano. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. kind of know, yeah. but I'm, I think I'm already at a disadvantage in terms of trying to play accordion because that one half is shaped like a piano. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's like a vertical piano. So, it's like different anyway. <laughs> it's really funny. It's like a guitar. <laughs> mm. <laughs> What I should do is like take lessons. That would be smart. But yeah. what I should do is get a smaller accordion if I really cared. But you know, whatever. yeah, um, it's, it's fun. It's fun this way. Yeah, it's probably like step or I need one, to like step. Like I need a strength train before I can. I'm gonna have to lift before oh, I can yeah. start playing it. I mean, the nice thing is all you need to do is start bench pressing the accordion, and 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. My down and like, lay on the floor and then push the accordion. The accordion <laughs> presses. <laughs> it's like this rhythmic octave accordion sound coming from your The accordion is actually here. Maybe I should record something. <laughs> it's behind me. You He's know what? There mocking me. Our next podcast, you should do the oh opening God, intro. No. <laughs> Nobody will listen to the podcast. And be like, oh my God, why are my ears bleeding? Did <laughs> he ask us in one of the question times if we had tattoos? I think so. Yeah, yeah someone asked ask about us tattoos. In the equivalent exchange question time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because tattoos came up so much. In- oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I definitely wouldn't get an esoteric symbol tattooed on me if that's what you're asking. <laughs> definitely going to get the uh, fire alchemy symbol on my back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sick. But then you have to destroy part of it so that others can't use it. Yeah. <laughs> you get someone I trust to a possibly unhealthy degree to burn parts <laughs> of my <the> back. <laughs> trust to uh, codepend on to a definitely unhealthy degree. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like unhealthy, but also I, I ship it, so I can't go. Yes. 